For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the C3 Friday Free For All. You already know what it is. My name is Cody Lashney. I am your host, being joined today by my Friday Freak Show, you faithful, man. These guys, they're my dudes. You know them and love them. Um, As always, this is a show for Panther fans, by Panther fans. If you want to sound off and make your opinion heard, you can absolutely do so. The link to join the show is in the description box of the YouTube video and the Facebook video. I also just posted it up in the chat room right here. So if you guys want to jump in and be a part of this conversation, you are more than welcome to do so. Let me introduce my illustrious guest, um, and then we won't we won't wait around no more. We'll jump right okay. into it. First and foremost, let me introduce. My man, Nick Montiero, he's around a bunch of salty-ass Celtics fans. What's that like, Nick? Oh, well, you know, everybody at work today was in a great mood just because of the Celtics. And I'm just sitting there like, (laughs) I don't follow basketball. I don't really care for it. It's not my thing. But now you guys know how I feel as a Panthers fan. So it's only fair. Yeah, dude, I always said to myself, if the Hornets ever get good, which, by the way, they just hired Golden State's like assistant coach or some shit. If the Hornets ever get good, I might check it out and maybe try and jump on the bandwagon. But yeah, dude, I need my sports to have some violence in it. But um, oh, you know, I'm right there it. with you, dude. Yeah, I, I went to the I went to the, yeah, I went to the Final Four as a kid. And, you know, I played basketball as a kid. It's just watching it on TV. It's like just watching guys running back and forth across the field. It's, yeah, same. Me, I can't. I, I can't I do look baseball at, like, either. Yeah, I'm like that with a lot of sports. But, you know me, I'm a Neanderthal, so, I'm you know, I just need violence like that. Uh, next up, my man Kevin. No, pardon me, but this is the second time in a row now. Come on, I'm man. Right. I, I, I know, I know, man. I, I'm, I'm getting better at it. It's White Chocolate Espresso coming to us live from Charleston, South Carolina. This man is a midget wrestling connoisseur. White Chocolate, what's up, bro? Just chilling, man. Just chilling. I lost a couple pounds all in the pin area. So nice. I see that, man. Yeah. 
I like it, man. They should put you on a GQ cover or something. Uh, next was up. Was oh, yeah. You missed oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I did miss it. Send it to me in the mail. Definitely. Um, yeah, for sure. I'll add that to my spank bank some other time. But, um, yeah, next up, uh, this man gets more fans every week. People love his takes. People love his energy. Kenneth Panther Pickle, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? What's up, folks? Are we ready? Are we ready for the Blubber Express? The Blubber Express name. Your favorite wannabe quarterback, Baker the Fake Mayfield. Baker the Fake Mayfield. So, by the way, Kevin, you need to change your uh, your audio source uh, to get your uh, your headphones or whatever. It kind of sounds like you're in a box. But I did hear you loud and clear about um, about Baker Mayfield. It's going to be a spirited conversation, and that's actually a great segue too because our our next guest. And to start the conversation, I'm going to throw it to this man first because I basically know Nick's opinion. White chocolate, Kenneth. I talk to these brothers every day, but this man has been an ardent supporter of the idea that the Panthers should trade for Baker Mayfield, man. And you know, here at the uh, C3 Panthers podcast, we stifle no opinions. So let me welcome Anthony to the show. Anthony, what's up with you, brother? What's up, Cody? Uh, nothing much. Just DoorDash and thought I'd stop in. But yeah, man, it seems like I'm the only one that's like fighting for Baker, man. I look like a clown on Twitter, but I mean, I don't care, man. I'm just talking my talk. I just want to win some football games, man. Which, which, whoever the QB you, is, whatever we can do. Daniel Graham. But I mean, listen, man. Ain't nothing wrong with me. Like, I'm just, ah, dude. If I felt like getting Sam, like I looked season, like if we kept Teddy, I don't think things would have been that bad. So, like, guess that that started my reasoning for just because I think both of those two. And I mean, we upgraded the O line. The defense should be better. But listen, if Corral's ready to roll, let's just roll with him. Because all this smoke I hear about, oh, Sam's looking great in OTAs, blah, blah, blah. That's the same shit they were saying last year. And even the Jets yeah. were saying that, too. And look what the Jets did when they went 2-14. and 14, They threw Sam on the field because they knew he was the best shot at losing them games. So, I mean, we'll see yeah. what happens. So, let me ask you this, then. To you, what is the difference in level of play between Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. Like, what is it do you think? And listen, I know we all hate Sam Darnold. You don't have to explain how bad Sam is to me. But I'm saying, like, what is it specifically about Baker that you think he brings to the table that could be the missing ingredient for the Panthers this year? Well, I, I, well, one, you can tell he wants to play football. Like, he, he's uh, – based on what everyone – I mean, people – not many – Browns players have vouched for him, but I mean, he's a fiery dude. He was a top 10 quarterback in 2020 when healthy and granted, yeah, he had a good roster, but that's kind of why I'm fighting for him. Cause we do have an O-line now. We do have an upgraded defense. And I think if you threw Sam Darnold out there, he'd still throw INTs in clean pockets. So, I mean, listen, I'm just trying to, whether rules the answer or not, 
I just want to win games. So, I mean, I feel like he gives us the best chance to go into the season looking for a winning record. Now, if we if we stay with the QB room the way it is, I would just want to start Corral and see what we have for him because we got to know because the quarterback's next next draft class are generational in my opinion. So, but I mean, yeah, he was also Baker was hurt last year and he kind of pulled a Cam Newton. He shouldn't have been playing at all. Like week two when right. he tore his labor, the Brown, the Brown should have just been like, yeah, sit out. Like, and I mean, he turned around a franchise that was utter garbage for the past, like, I don't even know how many seasons. I mean, they went to the playoffs. Yes, he didn't win. He won a playoff game. But, I mean, listen, he's still young. He's only played four seasons of football. I personally, the, my biggest thing for him is he's proven that he can be a good quarterback in this league. Sam Darnold has proven nothing to anyone. He's never had a 20-touchdown 20, 20 season. I mean, I don't know, man. That's just that's just me, though. That's just me talking. Yeah. Well, no, so uh, let me – let, let me ask you one more question, and and then I'll open it up to everyone else. And, and, and you know, I'm standing on you because like you represent this alternate viewpoint that like most fans on this podcast really don't have. So, yeah. what is your what is your level of interest on Matt Corral? Because I kind of feel like you know a, a lot of people who want Baker Mayfield, they're either not excited about Matt Corral as a prospect, or they're just, you know, they're very hesitant about wanting to put him on the football field being a rookie. And by the way, no wrong answers. Whatever you feel, that's your opinion. Where do you land on Matt Corral and the argument that Baker Mayfield pushes Matt Corral down the road even further and it prevents us from seeing what we have in Matt Corral for a long time? Yeah, well, well, I think you answered it like, I don't want to push like I like I said like if Matt Corral that's why I also think if they were to trade for Baker they should wait a little bit because they need to see what Corral looks like like if Corral's blowing away Darnold then yeah let's just start Corral but I I feel like once again like you said like my level of interest with Corral like I want him to be good it's just you know he was a third round pick and We've seen Pan, we've seen Matt Rule not play third round players. Brady Christensen, Deontay Brown didn't even see the field. So I mean, I'm just worried that the Panthers won't even give him that chance to show what he has. And my my last thing is this is just my opinion, but I, I, I know for a damn fact that Matt Rule is the one that's pushing this Baker Mayfield thing because he's the one on yeah. the hot seat. He's the one dangling from a rope. And there is no way David Tepper is going to have this man return if we have another five-win season. There is no way. So I yeah, think really, that's what yeah. it comes down to. I, fe I feel like Matt Rule's just trying to show David Tepper that we can win now. And um, I just don't think he believes in – a he doesn't want to throw a rookie on the field to have those bumps in the road and that. Like, he wants to win. Do, so, do I sound okay now? Yeah, you sound good. By the way, I meant to put that in the private chat. I didn't mean to air you out. You're like good. That. You're good. I, you're good. I, <laughs> no, you're I, good. I, but um, no, yeah. fantastic points, Anthony. And um, I do think you hit the nail on the head. Like you and I are one hundred percent in agreement, and that I feel like this whole, you know, somebody I forget who someone put it out that Matt Rule was willing to start with Sam Darnold and Matt Corral. 
I don't believe that shit for yeah. a second, dude. Bullshit. Not even, not even a second. I think this is one hundred percent a Matt Rule move. <laughs> I think this is something that he wants. Um, real quick, before we continue the conversation, let me add my man SC based to the conversation. SC, what's going on, brother? Hey, what's going on, people? What's going on? Happy Friday. Happy that, Friday, man. man. Happy yeah. Friday. Ju- hey, man, jump in on this uh on this Baker Mayfield conversation, man. I know we've talked about it before. I'll, I'll open it up to everybody. I'll pitch it to SC base, but then everybody can respond after him. Um, what do you think about Baker Mayfield at this point? And who do you think is truly the ringleader behind all the reports that Baker Mayfield and you know might still be a possibility for Carolina? We'll go to SC first. I mean, honestly, Baker could be a solid quarterback. I mean, when he was healthy, he took the Browns to the playoffs. I mean, he's no he's no Joe Burrow. He's no Patrick Mahomes. He's no uh, Justin Herbert. But I think he's a solid quarterback given a, a great team, a decent team. Um, honestly, I, I would like him. But I think at this point, I mean, what, what's the hold up? I mean, we're, we're going into training camp about a month, about a month and a half. Um, so it's it's about time if you're gonna get him in here, get him in here, you know. Um, yeah, man. I mean, honestly, yeah. I, I think it's, it's David Tepper. Really, I mean, he, he's quarterback hungry. You know, he was part ownership of a franchise that had a franchise quarterback for you know 15 seasons. Um, yeah. So he knows that you need that stalwart, you know, to have any kind of success in the NFL. And he's being hungry. Um, but that's the nature of the game. I mean, you don't always come across franchise quarterbacks. I mean, honestly, if it was Matt Rule as a, as a, as a head coach, he's probably just trying to roll with what he has and sound down and see what the work he has and try to build your team around that quarterback. But if you do, if we do roll with Sam, I think he's going to cost his way too many games for for Rule to see another season. Yep. So, yep. That, okay. That. So you think? So you think that? That whoever reported that chat room saying Sports Illustrated reported that, but you basically think that Matt Rule doesn't want Baker Mayfield and that he just wants Sam and Matt. Well, I don't think he wants. He doesn't want Sam, but I mean, you got to roll with you want. I mean, clearly Cleveland's not budging on you know trading um, Baker. It would have been a done deal by now. I I think if he could get Baker, he would be okay. Yeah, that would be a better option, but. You know, as a head coach, he has to roll with what he has on the team. You know, I, yeah. I played football. I only played in high school. But I'm sure our coach would have liked to have had a better quarterback. But, I mean, what do you, yeah, you want to do? Go get a guy out of Texas and get him to transfer? You know? <laughs> yeah, man. That's, I mean, there's really not a whole lot of options for us at this point. Let me read this tweet real quick. Uh, uh, this is from Josina Anderson. She says, I'm told the Panthers are still doing its due diligence in terms of looking into quarterback Baker Mayfield the football player and the person. So that's the first time that it's really appeared that they're like trying to dig in to his character a, a little bit more. Um, Ken- Kenneth, I'm going to go to you next, but let me, uh, let me welcome my man, Twan Don to the show. Twan, what's up, bro? Well, yeah, what's going on, fellas? Happy to be here with you Friday night. Happy to Thought be I'd with you, man. Early tonight, get in here early. Hey, man, I feel it. It's a vibe, man. I appreciate the pickle, that. The pickle, what's up? Pickle. What's up, brother? Hey man, so yeah, let me let me yeah. uh let me go let me go to Panther Pickle real quick. What yeah. what are you thinking about this, Kenneth? Who's who's the who's the maestro flicking their wand around trying to trying to orchestrate a Baker Mayfield trade? Um 
Matt Rule without power. Uh, Matt, mm. Matt, Matt Rule's pushing this, I think. I, I believe that. I don't I don't have no inside source or, or or anything like that. Now, wait a minute. That's not what a good person says. I have my sources. How's that? <laughs> my sources. The, bath, the guy in the bathroom told me. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> that, uh, but uh, I believe that Matt Rule is just is pushing it because he wants a veteran. My problem yeah. and my own, my truly only problem with bringing in Baker Mayfield, not counting the cap, not counting the salary issues, is I don't want to give nothing for him. And given the right. fact that if you bring him in, you know, they're not going to cut Sam Darnold. They're not going to bench Sam Darnold or have him inactive unless Matt Corral is literally blowing everybody away. Yeah, and, and there were reports. There were reports from the, so yesterday was the last day of OTAs. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Matt Corral was looking good. Yeah, yeah, making throws on the run. Apparently, his yep. first red zone play was a yep. touchdown pass. So yep. it, and, it's already starting to happen. Go ahead, Ken. Yep. And Sam had a very bad day yesterday. At the same yeah. time, Matt Corral had a good day. But I still don't think that I think I still don't think that that if you bring in another quarterback like Baker Mayfield, I think that Matt Corral is going to be inactive the entire season unless somebody gets hurt. I don't yeah. really want to see that because once you inactivate him like that, you're pretty much giving him the 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 um, the uh, the, the uh, Will Grill treatment right there. You just are. Yeah. And um, that's just, to me, that's just wrong all the way around. Now, Matt Corral, uh, they said it in the pressers, because, folks, I, I, I don't really do a lot of reading this time of year, Sports Illustrated and other, mag- and other sites. I actually go to YouTube or the site, and I actually watch the pressers myself. Okay? Yeah. I hear the people say it. I hear what what Matt, Matt Rule says, I do this myself. Now, Matt Corral has to learn in the huddle, which basically means you're interpreting the plays, getting them to the players that need to know. He also has to learn um, the line of scrimmage a little bit. Uh, normal things a rookie has to learn. Okay, yep. I love our veterans, experienced Older veterans, a lot of them are retired that are coming to OTAs and training camps and practices and doing what they can do to help out. I absolutely love that. I wanted yeah. to throw that in there, by the way. So. Yeah, no, that's that, that's great. Um, and, you know, I, like I said, I feel like everybody can have a theory on this and probably be halfway right. Like, I feel like there's so many different power structures in play right now between David Tepper and Matt Rule and Scott Fitterer, it's like you really don't truly know who is and isn't calling the shots, really. Um, so that's been a, a topic of conversation. Let me go to Nick, and then I'm going to go to Twan on this. Nick, if you're still there, man, who's the guy, in your opinion, that's really pushing for this? I, I mean, is it all Matt Rule? Does Is there anyone that thinks David Tepper – is the actual person behind Baker Mayfield? Because maybe, I mean, especially with all the bad press that Tepper has been getting, maybe this is a David Tepper thing more than anyone. Can you hear me now, Cody? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. 
Okay, so um, you had cut out halfway through what you were saying, but um, basically, I think I really don't know who's pushing for this. Okay, because what we saw last season from Baker, from Baker, yes, he was injured, but he wasn't who he was the season before. And the team that he was on the season before was pretty stacked, if I remember correctly. Okay, so yes. it's almost one of those deals where we don't know whether or not we have somebody who comes to the table with the skill of, like, Patrick Mahomes or if we have another uh, Tannehill. You know, we don't know who we have, who we would have in Vegas. I can see Matt Rule pushing for it just to save his job because let's face it, Baker is better than Sam in a, in a lot of ways, but not much better. Okay, um, but I could also see I could also see uh, Pepper pushing it for it because he wants somebody that's going to come in and actually play. So I I really honestly don't know. Um, but as far as going for Baker, like I I know he's better than Sam, but for me it's the it's the salary cap. You know, next year, I forget how many millions were, were already over the cap. And I know it's a fictitious number, but we need to get that number down. And adding somebody like Baker, well, yes, it doesn't have, it doesn't have anything for next year. Okay? It also doesn't do us any favors for next year either. Yeah. And he's not enough of a difference maker to bring us to the Super Bowl, so I don't want it. Twan, let me ask you a question, bro. You were a fan of, of Kenny Pickett up, leading up into the draft. What's the difference between a Baker Mayfield and a Kenny Pickett? Hey, I got you with that one. That's a good ass <laughs> question, right? Yeah. Right? That's a good ass question, Tuan. I got I got you with that one, bro. Come on. Give it to me. Um, the hand size. <laughs> no, I'm not Yeah, other than hand size. <laughs> I think I think Kenny Pickett is gonna be more talented to than Baker. Um I think Kenny Pickett, uh, he, he comes off to me like a guy that can lead a team uh, that his teammates are going to love and respect. You know what I'm saying? Um, I knew I knew the way Baker's attitude was in college that he wasn't going to leave it in college. And, um, you know, we got to see him on hard knocks uh, in his first year in Cleveland. And, you know, I was like, this guy's going to be a problem. When I saw yeah. it on that, you know, and then what he did with his coach and all of that, and I'm just like, this is not good. But as far as the Baker situation, I think it's 100%. I got to tell you, I think it's 100% Tepper. The reason why I say that is because Shepard would, Tepper would have already shut it down if he wasn't interested in Baker. I think he would have already shut that down. He already let him know I'm not spending money on that. And the fact that they're not wanting to take the money on with Cleveland waiting out so long, that says David Tepper written all over. It's, it's money. It's financial at this point. And I think Tepper, Tepper has his hands in it. Tepper saying, look, I, I, I want to roll with him and we can get him for what we want to get him for. But if we didn't, but if Tepper didn't want him, then we wouldn't be discussing him. I wouldn't care if Scott or, or Rue wanted him. Tepper would have shut it down already. He'd have been like, you're not going out there. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. If he... You know, he wanted Deshaun Watson, and we all know he and wanted vocalized. Deshaun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, you, you, that's a, that really is a good point. I think uh, all this Baker stuff would be shut down if Tepper didn't want him. Yeah. Hey, man, let me welcome my man uh, Alex all for Panthers to the show. Alex, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? Hey, what up? What's up? What's up, fellas? Happy Friday. Chilling. Happy Friday, Happy Friday, man. Chilling, chilling. Happy you could join us, man. Um, Yeah, let, let me – uh. 
let me get you in on this. Tell me what you think about Baker Mayfield at this point in time. Uh, you know, do you think that this is Matt Rule trying to make this happen? Is it Federer? I've heard people say Rule. I've heard people say Federer. I haven't heard it, or not not Federer, rather. I've heard Tepper a little. I've heard Rule. I haven't heard anyone say Scott Federer yet. Alex, what say you, man? Um, yeah, no, I don't. I don't think it's Federer because I think Federer's kind of doing what he's like. His plan is kind of like what he did in Seattle. Like you know, he got Russell Wilson third rounder. He got Matt Corral third rounder. Like I don't think it's Federer at all. Uh, it's definitely a mix of Rule and Tepper, just because one, as you can see from like all the rumors and stuff, sense of urgency. Like is what they keep saying. Sense of urgency. They need to bring in. They want to bring in Baker Mayfield because obviously training camp's coming around the corner. Um, he's got to learn the playbook. He's got to get over here and learn the playbook. Learn his teammates. Like that's definitely like a rule. That's definitely more of a rule thing. If you were to ask me, that um, my in my opinion. Um, but yeah, just it, I feel like it's a lot of moving parts though. It's real tricky to make this move because one, like I agree with Panther Pickle, like. You, you can't really – you don't want to give up stuff. This is like a – like this is a player that Cleveland doesn't even want. Like you want them to like release him and then maybe you could pick him up that way. But like to like right. trade pieces, it makes no sense. Yeah. But see, the sense of urgency, that's got to be Matt Rule pushing that. That's what, that's that's my personal opinion. But I, I, I agree. I, I, I think I, – I truly believe if it was Scott Fitterer or even David Tepper, I believe it would have already happened by now. Because I believe the I believe the only thing that's stopping this thing from happening yesterday was the fact of the eighteen of Cle- Cleveland not wanting to pay the eighteen point five million. They don't want to pay. They don't want to pay. Well, that has but that has but pickle that has Tepper written all over it because he controls the money. Well, so, so does Scott Fitter. I don't think Scott Fitter wants him at all. I think Scott Fritter has always said he I wanted agree. to draft a quarterback. I agree. Scott and, ain't going to tell Tepper no. no at this point. No, that's that's what I'm saying. Though, in my <laughs> opinion, if Tepper wanted it, it, it would be easier for Tepper to just go out and get it to be done with it. No, nah, I actually agree I with mean, Tepper now. He's like, I'm not going to pay for something that they don't want. Yeah. Well, that's that's. I I I I just think that that now I think what what may could happen, I think is maybe rules pushing it in Tepper's lap. I agree. Because Federer won't do it. Federer's like, well, yeah. you know, if he's available, we get it. If the deal's right, we'll get him. But we're not we're not paying fifteen million. We're not paying eighteen million. We're not paying ten million. We're not paying twelve million. You know, we'll pay we'll pay five million and maybe we'll slide him a sixth round pick in there. But, you know, several Cleveland fans, and I don't know this, several Cleveland fans are telling me that Cleveland wants a third round pick for him. Oh, yeah. Not, not that. <laughs> no. I haven't. No. So, so hold on. Let me. So hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me. So let let me let me go back to Anthony on this. Anthony, it's like how much? Like, what is the proper amount of trade value for Baker Mayfield? Because that's another one of the it's, parts of contention. Like, they don't. You know how much? How many picks that were given up? And apparently. One of the biggest points of contention is that the Panthers want Browns to eat a large portion of his contract. And I don't know that the Browns are willing to do that. So, Anthony, like, how much is too much to give up for Baker? 
the most we should be paying for him is five mil because one. Well, first off, but I'm saying from a, like a draft picks perspective, oh. like if we're gonna end up trading for him, like obviously we're gonna have to pay some of his contract. We know that, but like, how much are we gonna be giving up in return to get Baker Mayfield? I would the mo- the like best pick I would give them was a six round. Like that's I'm not go. I'm six or seven Never. round. But they wouldn't do the thing is they're not gonna do that because the Browns are such a they're, they're such a bad ran organization the way they just did this yeah. whole thing to Baker and like how they just paid Deshaun all this money and he won't even pay a snap. So like what they're trying to do is they're trying That's to get beautiful. I love it. They're trying to get I the love it. They're trying to get yeah. the most for what they can they're trying to play this waiting game to see if they can get like a lot out of us because we did the same shit with Sam Darnold. We traded three picks for an unproven QB or at least Baker's proven something. But I I think we, the most we should give up is pay him five mil and a six round pick, even throw Bobby Anderson in there too. Yeah. That's also a name I've heard, I've heard in a, in a trade. Go ahead. White chocolate. I wouldn't give up Robbie in a six. I'll just give up the six. You take it or leave it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not doing. I'm not negotiating with the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I don't think Robbie wants to. I, I don't know. I don't think Robbie wants to play with Baker. Like I honestly don't think he does. I, I honestly think he does. We don't. No, but like Cleveland, Cleveland's like that. Cleveland's like that guy. Cleveland's like that guy that drafts yeah. two quarterbacks in fantasy football. Yeah, where yeah. you can only start one. It's yeah. like, come on, man. You don't trade with that guy. You let him hold on to those yeah. three or four quarterbacks on his team and right. let him release them. I, I wouldn't worry too much about what Robbie wants. I, I like Robbie. Don't get, misunderstand that. But the bottom line is Robbie Robbie realized after he made that misunderstood tweet that he realized likely by talking to his agent that he would have to pay all his bonuses back to the Panthers. He was trolling you guys, so, man. When so, you guys going to figure just, that out? So, so he just – I mean, the bottom line is Robbie ain't going nowhere – this year, regardless, he was of never going to retire. He was trolling. Yeah, he's and, a troll. And 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 it doesn't matter if he wants to. Uh, what was Tony? Tony. Tony on Tuesday, and he's made statements on Twitter this that he yeah. believes that Robbie Anderson wants to be traded. Yeah, but y'all think I, about that. I I don't. Yes. I, if 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 we could get what dependent to me as a personal nature, dependent on what we could get for Robbie, I would like that. But but um, you know, I, I haven't looked at the cap situation, what the other team would take or need or whatnot. Uh, but uh, we we have a lot. Of, we still got a lot of needs. Uh, but it it would trading Robbie would still you wouldn't get back in worse. a realistic world. Uh, well, I'm talking about player. I'm not talking about pick. I, we, you, I, I don't think you're getting up pick to make it happen. But uh, because uh, I, I think it would make our wide receiver room a little bit thin on experience. Mm. But yeah, and uh, also you know. like, part, okay, for, for me, this conversation part of it is the guy that I have up on screen. Yes, I'm a fan I, I of this kid. I'm a fan of this kid. And by the way, to everybody that listened to Matt Corral's press conference, dude, I love the way this young man carries himself. If I'm being real, I, I love the way that he says things. I love, you know, looking at his film. 
going over some of the 2020 and 2021 tape. Like this guy, I feel, has a much bigger arsenal and a much bigger bag of tricks than people are giving him credit for just because he was in that RPO offense over there at Ole Miss. Um, you know, he talked about a lot of the things that he still feels like he needs to do. He said he feels like he has all the physical tools to compete for a starting position, but knows the game is a lot about the mental aspect. It's something that he will focus on heavily during the break, which includes working on processing things quicker. So let me let me ask you all this, man. What is the probability with – I don't care if it's Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold. In fact, you can give me both of those. What is the actual probability – of Matt Corral actually being able to compete for the starting job and winning the thing. If Sam, if Sam is the only QB on the roster, Corral can run with it because Sam will last literally two or three games. I'm telling you right now, I do not believe in Sam, and that's the best case Corral gets the starting job. Man, Matt Rule. <laughs> it's just It keeps coming back to Matt Rule for me, man. You know. Anybody with any common sense to me knows what to do. But with Matt Rule, you just never know with this guy, man. He always you says never, that. never, ever, ever know. He's just such a con artist. When he talks, you just never know if he's telling. He's a TV evangelist. Yeah. When he first got here, I called him Reverend Rule, man. It's just, you just yeah, can't, you can't believe what he says. It's just, you just can't. David Yeah, man. Um hey, let me uh let me take a moment and add our buddy Jay Cryer to the stream. Jay, what's up, brother? How's it going? Hey, bro? You alright? Yeah, doing good, man. How you doing? White yeah, chocolate espresso. I'm back in old yeah. I'm sorry, it's all good, mate. It's all good. Nice, man. Oh, nice. he's from England. Yeah, yeah man. This is our guy. Me and Jay I and, and Tony, okay. man. We are we all go back, man. Jay's a long-time fan. Jay, let me ask you this, man. He's going to call uh, me a this, this, this Baker Mayfield situation, let me get you the opportunity to jump in on that. Like, where do I, you stand on Baker? And who know. in the organization is the one really pushing for this to happen, you think? Well, probably, probably Matt Rule, to be honest, because he needs to win this year. But I like Baker. Like I've said it all along, I, I, I think he's – He's better than people give him credit for. His his last year before he got injured was better than we've seen since 2015. So I like his attitude. I like that he's fiery, and you know I like I like Matt Corral. But I think you know you don't want to rush him in. I, I watched his press conference earlier. You know he's talking a lot about the mental side of it, and you know how he's adapting to yeah. that. I don't think he, he's coming in as a as a, a day one quarterback. So there's no point rushing him. I can't handle anymore Sam so Baker's the man for me and if we can if we can get a swap a few, a few extra then I'll be happy with that because as, as far as I'm concerned they're gonna have to get they're gonna have to do something so Sam that will come in play the first however many games he needs to and just fade into the background whereas Baker's not gonna do that so if I was them I'd get rid of him as quick as possible and I think I think he's a good fit for us he's got a bit of He's got a bit of attitude, a bit of swag, something that we've missed since Cam left. So, yeah, I'm excited. All right. Hey, man, that's that's honest. Like, you, you and Anthony kind of feel the same. Like, uh, you know, it, it, 
again, I, I, I differ on this because it's like, to me, Baker Mayfield was on a really good football team. And I feel like he had a lot of issues. And I don't necessarily know that the Panthers trading for a quarterback with a lot of issues is a good look right yeah. now. I mean, think, I feel like I, this I, this what did what did the Panthers do when they brought Cam in? They got rid of Steve Smith, yeah, because quarterback's got to be your biggest personality. I watched the video yesterday of uh, uh, Jarvis and Odell, like. Baker throws a touchdown. He has to go and put his arms around him and say, sorry, guys, you know, you'll get yours. You know, I, I just think they were just against him because they weren't getting what they wanted. And I just think it must be hard for him if he's got two big personalities working against him. Whereas in Carolina, we don't really have that, do we? So I think he could come in. He could be top dog. And I honestly think, I honestly think he's a good player. Like, he came into the worst team that we've seen in a long time. He slowly built up. Yeah, he had a bad year last year, but he was injured. Look at what happened to Cam as soon as he got injured. Just dipped off, but Baker's young enough to recover. And I just think somebody like him, we have a point to prove as a dangerous man. And I'd rather he was, you know, one year. What, what have we got to lose? If he's if he's rubbish, we'll let him go. If he's if he's brilliant, happy days. Yeah, let me bring this let me bring this conversation back to Matt Corral. I mean, is there? Hey, Cody, can okay. I just say one more thing about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Tom. Go about ahead. Um, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, man, do it. I just, man, look. I just feel like we're wasting a bunch of energy on this guy. Like when we start talking about trading stuff, that's right. ridiculous. <laughs> the guy's not gonna be. He's just a man. He's a spare tire. He's not in our future. We're not gonna keep him. So why would we start trading stuff for this guy? And Twan, what I he's said only going to be here next year if he comes. If we ain't extending him, and, and Twan, what I said on our <laughs> on our Tuesday show, not only does it muddy the waters as far as like who actually isn't isn't going to be the starter, but in all the three years that Matt Rule has been here, we would have traded for a quarterback that yes. nobody truly yeah. believes. Is a franchise quarterback. We went from Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater, we dumped him after a year. Sam Darnold, and then we dumped him after a year. Like, I'm sorry if I'm not, I'm not necessarily inclined to believe that Baker Mayfield is going to be different than that, man. Like, I mean, for being the number one pick in the draft, I don't think he compares to a Joe Burrow. I don't think he compares to a Justin Herbert. I don't think he compares to he ain't even a Garner Minshew. So I mean, bro, I mean, like uh, people got mad at that. me online, but I compare Baker Mayfield. I compared him to Case Keenum. Hell, Case Keenum and the Minnesota Vikings—they went thirteen and three and made it to the playoffs one year. So mm-hmm. it's like I, it just seems like the same thing over and over to me, man. Well, Cody, we on the same page, Cody. Well, let me go to Nick real quick. Then we'll. Then we'll pass it around to Alex. Go ahead, Nick. On top of that, man, who else is really going out there trying to get Baker? Okay, no so one. No one else. Exactly. So why are we trying to give up anything for him? Let him get cut or run with Sam. Hey, Nick, let me ask you another question, him. Nick. Who, 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 who was interested in Sam Darnold other than us? No one. No one. Who was interested in Teddy Bridgewater other than us? 
I'm sure there was somebody else because I'd rather I'd rather have Teddy over Sam. Yeah, well, how about this? Nobody was interested. We signed Teddy in free agency. No. I do have one question for everybody. I'm sorry, Nick. I do. No, it's all good. Uh, I do have one question for everybody. Uh, what does McAdoo think about Baker? Because nobody has brought up McAdoo, and McAdoo is the one in charge of the yeah, offense. McAdoo is just happy to have a job, bro. No, 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 McAdoo thinks the same. McAdoo, back when it was drafted, McAdoo thought the same thing of Baker Mayfield as he did Sam Donald. And now, our, in my opinion, our illustrious head coach is trying to sack that poor man with both teams. Yeah, and that, that's a great point that Kenneth makes. But, because that know, is true. At the time, Ben McAdoo, when he was still a coach with the Giants, bro, everybody was throwing tomatoes at him when he said that he didn't think that Baker Mayfield and, and Sam Darnold were worthy of being number one picks. And he said he would have taken Josh Allen. Now, at the time, mm -hmm. that seemed outlandish. But now, that man's looking pretty good, isn't he? So, I, I really don't think that a lot of the, the – I don't think Ben McAdoo wants anything to do with Baker Mayfield. I think Ben McAdoo, and we, we know this, they confirmed this, Ben McAdoo was a huge part of the reason – why the Panthers drafted Matt Corral. I, so I, I, I see him fighting for Matt Corral more than I do him fighting for a Baker Mayfield. Yeah, because you know That's Corral right. plays in his offense. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait, who just, did, did someone just say my name? No. Yeah, I thought I heard my name. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I just have a question for everyone that's on How many wins do you have that? Hey, Anthony, you might, you, might, you might have to, Anthony, you might have to come out and then come back in because you're, you're it's all RT, the RTD. Yeah, yeah, it's hard, it's hard <laughs> to hear your RTD yeah. voice. Yeah. <laughs> but Cody, I was, what I was going to say was, as far as, um, you know, like the Baker thing and everything, like, yeah, we're not going to trade anything for him. Makes no sense. That's why yeah. at, at the end of the day, I've always said, like, if we are going to have a QB competition here in Carolina, if that's really the case, the only real fit there is Cam Newton, honestly. Thank and you. I, I, that's the only real, like, actual fit. Other than that, like, you're not going to trade for Baker. Um, you're not going to trade so. for Jimmy G. <laughs> I don't, no, I, I'm just I, saying, I, if look, you're going to yeah. do that, though, if you're going to have a yeah. QB competition, that's yeah. the only fit. That's all. Now, let me, I, let me I, tell I, you, let me, oh, real quick, let me tell, let me tell you why I, like, I totally agree with White chocolate on that is this is what Carolina doesn't understand. It seems to me since we since Matt Rule and been here, if you get a quarter, if you if you if you have a starting quarterback, right? Common sense says that your backup quarterback has to play or emulate him. You can't have a backup quarterback that runs a totally different offense or can't do the things that your starting quarterback can do. They did that. You pair up Cam Newton with with uh, with the rookie. They run similar. They ran similar offenses in college, and they run. They're going to run a similar offense with McAdoo. I don't understand having these quarterbacks that can't do what the first quarterback can do. It's going to kill your playbook. Yeah, that would be like having Gardner Minshew back up Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Like right. that don't make no sense. Yeah, yeah. that don't make no sense. What's gonna happen? Well, that, I mean, that, that's what they did when Cam was a rookie, though. 
Well, that's what they Japan's first few years they had Derek Anderson, the statue Derek Anderson back in him. Yeah, that's a good Derek point. That's, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, they, also, now, they also had um, yeah. what was what was the guy that did did um, special teams and he occasionally could do wide receiver? Joe Webb. Joe, Joe Webb. Webb. Joe Webb. Yeah, Webb. Webb was that more was like Cam yeah. than um, Anderson. I, 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 I always Joe thought was one of the lamest things that I always thought right. one of the lamest things they ever did. The Raiders had a guy named Terrell Pryor. Who, who, for the Raiders, looked yeah. good. I always thought they could have got him to be a backup. I, I just thought that it would be something, a running guy. Joe Webb would have been a good, decent backup besides, uh, no disrespect and, to Derek Anderson. I just, and I always thought that Kenneth, was uh, Terrell Pryor, he was a quarterback at Ohio State. So, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I get that. I, I get yeah. that. You know, yeah. um, you know the, the guy for the Browns? Uh, not Jacoby Brissett, uh, Josh Dobbs. Yes, I really wanted the Panthers to draft yes. him. Yes, the year that he came out. Yeah, I thought that he would have been a perfect. Yeah, I, I I think he's underrated. I don't I don't think he's some getting... of the guy of Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, a, I, I don't he's think a, he's, he's getting... a literal rocket science yes. Yes. scientist. Yes, I, I, Tennessee. I don't think he's getting a fair treatment by the NFL. You know, they trade the Steelers traded him to the Jaguars. The day, and then uh, McAdoo happened to be quarterbacks coach there too, and they uh, and they ended up letting um, no, they did they traded him. Steelers traded him to Jacksonville middle of the year after the quarter after the quarterback went down, but they mm-hmm. went ahead and let uh, Gardner Mishu finish the year out. Then they ended up releasing him and. He went back to the Steelers, and then then he sides with the Browns. So he, I, I want to. I, I think he could be a good quarterback if somebody gave him an opportunity. But. So let me ask y'all this: I want to bring it to Matt Corral because look, man, ain't no shame in my game. I'm excited for the rook. I want to see him. Um, I mean, this is just my my personal opinion. I don't believe that if you force a rookie quarterback to play his rookie season, I don't think you're gonna break him. And by the way, even if he has a, even if he has a dog shit year and it's just terrible, mm-hmm. I think that I think that if, if your rookie season breaks you, I don't think you're meant to make it in the NFL. And that's just being honest. Like yep. I look at all the quarterbacks, and granted, they were first round quarterbacks. I understand that, but like Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Matt all Jones, rookies. all rookies. They're all, they're all rookies, and they had to start. And, and, and by, and by the way, horrible even, teams. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, but right, you can make the case that the Panthers have a much better foundation for exactly. Matt Corral than any of those teams had for their quarterbacks. And then now, that's when you bring up Mac Jones, Cody. Exactly. Yeah, Mac Jones was probably, worst of, was, was probably the worst of all those quarterbacks. But when you put him with a team with talent, you saw what he did. Right. Look at the Texans. And, and well, by the way, by the way, look at uh look at Russell Wilson and uh Dak Prescott a couple of years ago. I mean, well, he was a later round pick. Cody. And for whatever reason, he ended up having to play Cody. his first season and he was Cody, able to do got, well. Go ahead, go ahead, Jay. I got a jump, bro, but um yeah, me and you obviously we was disagreeing about this in a week. I personally, I think if you get a, a a quarterback that's got the mental side of it, then you can throw him in at the start. But I don't think Matt Corral has. He scored low on his tests. He seems to be more of a naturally gifted kind of person than a. Yeah, we don't care about wonderland tests. So, yeah, so sure. I, 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 hey, hey, he's allowed. I hear you. Go, go ahead, Jay. But I just think 
he's he's one of those people that potentially probably benefit from a year off. But I'm not saying one size fits all. I think you know it's a, a case by case, and I think he's the kind of person that needs a year. But that doesn't mean I don't believe that another team could draft someone and, and throw them right in, and they won't do well. And I don't think I don't think he's got a bad a bad team around him this year. I just think that if you look at the bigger picture take a year off and and you know even if you have to go with Sam for a year look look at the big picture and hopefully we've got to go there for the next 10 15 years so but I've got to go boys anyway peace everyone Jay I appreciate Cheers. you man enjoy your pizza man later, Cheers man. bro see you later yeah later, later man, man. peace and love yeah appreciate it, Jay for coming on White Chocolate what's up I just wanted what's up I just wanted to go back to what you said about uh Russell Wilson and Dak well yeah so Russell Russell was so good that he beat out Matt Flynn but he was also yeah. in a really good situation like he had the legion of boom he had some yeah. decent receivers and Dak Prescott was um he he only started Be because slow. Tony Romo got injured so they weren't right. even planning on him being the starter that year. So like when you right. go back to like like I I don't mind throwing Corral in there. It's just I, I'm assuming all of you guys want to win. Like we want to have a winning season. So I just feel like if we roll with the roster we have now, they're telling us fans that we're we're like we're gonna lose this season just because I feel like the longer we keep Sam in there, the more games he's gonna lose us. See, to me, either way. So hold on, hold on, hold on. let me let me let me kind of add to Anthony real quick. So basically, you're saying that Baker Mayfield, it's almost just as much optics because you don't have any proven quarterback on the roster. Yeah, now, Matt Corral. Yeah, Matt Corral might be great, but we have no yeah. tangible evidence of that. Yeah, and Baker, what I'm trying to say is Baker has proven to be good with a good team. Like, wouldn't you guys want to, you know, make a make a playoff run with, like, Baker playing with CMC, DJ Moore, and Baker has an arm. So, I mean, I just feel like he would be able to actually get open up the over-the-top defense. I mean, over-the-top offense. I feel like we could just make a run. But, I mean, that's just me. Like, yeah. if, if we get him and he sucks, I mean – Worst case, Matt Rule's fire, fired and we get a top pick next year. Uh, so, I mean, if I may throw something out, uh, I, I don't think, in my opinion, I, I don't call Jason, I, I don't call Baker. All day I keep wanting to call him Jason Baker. I, Lord, I don't know why. Oh, after but, this, I have to tell y'all a story. But <laughs> anyway, like, um, <laughs> uh, it's. It, if Baker was just setting a free agency, it would be a no-brainer to me, okay? But my my sticker point is what we given up for him. Because if you compare Baker to Sam, however you want to look at it, Baker's a little better than Sam. Maybe not a lot better, yeah. but a little better. Right. But is Baker is is Baker good enough to put more money and more picks into? I don't think so. If 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 Cleveland was more of a realistic organization that you could deal with, it would be a little bit easier to deal with. But Cleveland's not. Cleveland's sitting up there thinking they have all the cards. They have a, an elite stud quarterback on their hands that they're trying to give away to somebody, and they want all they can get. You got to pay at least most – 
all or most of that eighteen million. And it, you know, Sam's not making two million this year. Sam's making eighteen point five million. You know, you add eighteen point five million plus eighteen point five million. Yeah. Are you gonna give that what you want to give for two quarterbacks? And by the way, and by the way, can and by the way, can two quarterbacks who are only on a one year deal? Exactly. So like, so like, yeah, how man. many people? Like, I mean, okay, well, and that's another thing. It, okay, if Baker comes here, like, I think there's a good chance that they just sign him to an extent. Like, are you really going to pay that much for another lease on a one-year quarterback? Well, I don't, I I don't think they would but, do but it. I think if they traded for him, yeah. it would be with the idea of him being our franchise quarterback. Yeah, but but Cody, if you're, if you're Baker game, Mayfield, if, if you're Baker Mayfield, why would you sign that extension, though? Yeah, well, if Baker well, Mayfield, well, so let, you yeah, come, so that, if, if you come in and you know for a fact that you're better than any other quarterback on Carolina's roster, and you come in and you and you put up the numbers and, and you do what people say with all due respect, you take us to the playoffs, then he you're going for Payday City because somebody out there somewhere is going to say, okay, it wasn't Jason. It wasn't Baker Mayfield. It was Cleveland Browns. That's an, that could be an elite quarterback. We got to give that guy some money. Somebody's going to go out and want to sign him in free agency if he escapes the free agency. If if anything less, Baker's going to sit there and say, uh-uh, you want me, pay me the money, or can't franchise me. And by the way, and, that kind of and Kenneth, that kind of seems in line with his personality. Yes, it does. I'm, yeah. So, so uh, I mean, uh, Anthony wanted to say something too. Let me get him in on this, right, Anthony? Yeah, no, I, what Kenneth was saying, like, I like the points he was making because he's right. Like, if we ever picked up Sam's fifth year option, we'd be in such a different situation exactly. this year where we could just roll with, roll with Corral or do whatever we had to do. But the thing about, like, I was listening to Baker, me cry. On a He's me. Baker went on a podcast like about a month ago, and he was telling like his friends that were um, talking to him. He was saying like, like I have a chip on my shoulder. Like I, I, I want to go to a team and prove it. And like, if I don't get re-signed there, like I'm just looking for another contract. So I think like he has more to prove than anyone in the league this year, just because of all the shit he's been through. And, yeah, and hey, when so, you look so, at Watson, has more to prove, but that's just like, yeah. well, well Sean Watson probably nother, won't see the a, field. Yeah, that's a whole nother bag of worms. But before, I, so I'm about to add one of my next guests. But before I do, uh, so I, I'm talking to my mom earlier today, and she's asking me what the show is going to be about this afternoon, and she's like. Are y'all gonna be talking about Buster Mayfield again? Yeah, she got and it right. <laughs> she called him Buster Mayfield. Bro, I swear to God, I might never call him any other shit for the rest of my life. That's, that, you don't call hey, him Panthers quarterback. Hey, that's Buster May. Hey, even if he is the Panthers quarterback, he is. That, that's that's Buster Mayfield. From now to the end of his days, bro. I'm I'm sorry. I just we trade for I, it. Like, I, bro, if we trade any if we dope. trade anything for that guy, the Carolina Panthers still not learned their lesson, bro. And then and then you guys have to know it's this regime. Ever since Tepin ruling all them guys here, they keep making horrible fucking mistake after horrible mistake. These guys don't have a fucking clue. They need to just get out of Scott's way and let them just roll. Can I can I throw this out? There? Trade for a one year rental? 
Let us get this right. Uh, Jonathan Jones and uh, uh, Josina Anderson are the only two people basically reporting the Panthers are still in negotiations or looking at, at Baker. Let, let's be honest. They're the only really ones reporting. You, you, other articles and other sites have it, but if you go and actually detail read those, they refer to one of them or they say, per sources, we know the sources. Okay, now, so are these not the same people that said the Panthers' top pick was going to be Kenny Pickett? Are these not the same people yeah, that I don't told listen you to reporters that, anymore, I mean, th- th- these are, aren't these the folks that flat out told you that the Panthers was the only destination for uh for Watson. The well, Kenny, I mean, reporters. Kenny, a reporter. So, their, their job is to get you hyped up. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 and agents, agents, agents get paid a lot of money to hype their own players up. Yeah. And right now, it's easy for an agent to call another agent, say, leak something for me, and it happens. That's and right now, there's a lot of gullible <laughs> reporters out there who are just itching to leak something. Hey, so real quick, uh, hold on, real quick, before we go any further, let me add this man to the stream. You know it ain't a real party until this man shows up. Gee, baby, what it is, bro? <laughs> Hey, man, what's good with you motherfuckers, man? You know who's in this bitch. Dude. What's good, boys? We chilling, bro. We chilling, bro. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm feeling elevated, man. Hey, shout out to that light-skinned baby face assassin, Steph Curry, man. He won me three racks last night, bro. Oh, shit. You up. Shout out to Steph, man. But hey, right look, I like that. everybody knows who G-Baby looks like on that team, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Poole. You look just like fucking pool, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'll take that. Shit, I'd like to have that Jordan pool money. I'll fucking tell you that. G baby pulling up. Yeah, G baby, for the record, I'm not trying to get them started, but Steph wasn't the MVP. Man, we are not about to talk about no damn basketball it? on the Friday. He wasn't, it wasn't MVP. Uh, he man, we talking about, no, man, this podcast, nah, this podcast <laughs> is about Buster-ass Mayfield. That's who this Last podcast is about. It's Buster Mayfield. That's what's on the docket for the day. Gee, I want to ask you this, man. Who in the organization is making this push for Baker Mayfield? Is it David Tepper? Is it Matt Rule? Like, why do we keep hearing about this shit, bro? Man, that shit is Matt Rule, bro. Yep, that's it. It's all this, Matt this whole, listen, listen to this, Matt. Matt. Have, if Matt Rule still had his power that he had this time last year, Baker Mayfield would already be here, and we would pay paying Sam and Baker Mayfield eighteen point five million apiece. Yeah, go, go ahead on that, dude. Tell me why you think it's Matt Rule, bro. This whole front office is get has got to get the fuck out of Carolina, bro. I just said it. <laughs> I don't even just, just that. Everybody, no, no, listen, listen, Cody Lack, bro. What's up, Scott? Okay, go ahead, man. Listen, G. Go ahead, man. This is unacceptable, bro. We're we're a, we're a clown show, bro. We're a clown show, G. And I don't want to fucking hear about no fucking Baker Mayfield, no fucking more, bro. And whoever supports him is a straight bitch, bro, because that don't make no sense to me, bro. 
That don't make no sense to me, especially, especially when he threw the team that drafted number one overall underneath the bus and was a cancer inside the locker room, and you want to bring him to the clown show, clown show organization in fucking Carolina? So basically, the, basically the clown show is is Carolina, right? We're a circus, right? And then the best fucking clown to bring would be Ray Baker Mayfield, bro. It would be the perfect. Like, what the hell are we doing? Yeah, I think your son wants to That's shout out. Cool clown show. Right. I mean, let me tell you. I mean, look, like, I'm like, sick I mean, of talking about Baker Mayfield. <laughs> hey, man, let, let, let me tell you this, man. Like, you know, G-Baby says that shit with a lot of passion, but, I mean, I understand why he feels like that, especially in light of what the Panthers have done the past two seasons. Like I said, we've done this two years in a row, man. And, like, the, the, the fact that we're considering doing this again, I don't know, man. It's just crazy to me. I understand why some people like it, but I'm so, on Team Money Matt Corral side. I just think that that prevents us Kobe, from seeing Kobe. what we have in the rookie. And by the way, like, I also want to bring this up, too. Like, okay, if the Panthers are picking top 10 next year, I don't care if we traded up for Matt Corral. That's not going to prevent us from drafting a quarterback next year. I'm so glad you said that, D. I'm so glad you said that because from the, this is the last time I'm gonna fucking say this shit. We are a two-win team, okay? We're a two-win team. I'm sick of the I'm, I'm sick of the positivity, man. No, let's be real, bro. Yeah, I'm, let's sick, be real. I'm sick of the positivity. G baby's right though. Like we have the worst quarterback room in the league. It's just you, too you, hey, you and if, G baby. If, if we are only a two-win team, then. Shut everything down and come back next year. Yes. There's no use to talk. There's no use to run your mouth. We ain't no, no fucking two win. We ain't no damn two-win team. No use. Well, we're a two-win. Okay, this is my thing. Pee-wee. So, so why so isn't Pee-wee beating out? Why can't Pee-wee beat out Sam Darnold and P.J. Walker? If he's got this tr- this this tremendous arm, this all this shit. Because we ain't had training camp G baby, how do you know that he won't? He hasn't even started training camp yet, and apparently, uh, what about mini camp? What about OTAs? He's, right, he's been what looking better than everyone. Matt Corral's been out there dropping dimes, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, I understand y'all don't know what we have in Matt Corral, but just be, but just because you don't know a lot about him, it doesn't mean that just because he was in an RPO offense. That he can't adapt to this shit quicker than he's given credit for, man. I don't think Matt Corral is as behind the curve as 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 you're making it sound. Now I can't prove that to you, and I understand that shit. But you, bro, I have more than one. G baby can't prove it either. Be happy about <laughs> the last Matt time we had five hundred <laughs> with Cam. Cam. Hey man, what let me that, uh, What does that have to do with this? Wait, hold on. Hey, let me add my man Brad to the stream. Brad, what's going on, bro? Oh, hey, D-Baby. Hey, D-Baby, I got to get with you personally wait, and take your wait, fucking wait, wait, money. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let, me, let me intro my man Brad. Brad, what's going on? Bro? Talk to us, man. Not much. I just figured I'd love pop in and see how you guys are doing. Excited for a long weekend, so. Nice, man. Hey, jump in on this. Uh, I mean, kind of do everything, man. Talk about Baker Mayfield, Matt Corral. Just where's your head at, and who's the one driving all of this? So I, I think the reality is, if if we're still talking about Baker, 
that tells you everything we need to know about what the coaches think of Matt Corral at this point. Coach. Right? If, if they think, if they don't think that he's ready to go, if they think that, if they don't feel like he's providing enough competition for Sam Darnold that they need to go get Baker Mayfield. And that tells me right now that at this point, Matt Corral is a non-factor as far as this team is concerned for next year. I mean, so that's far, just reality. Bro, it's just one coach. Like y'all keep saying coaches. It's just one it's one coach. Say say his name, Matt Rule. It's right, one but it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. That man Matt Rule has one hundred percent of the control when it comes to the roster and all the decisions made. Not anymore. That's that's bullshit. Jonathan Alexander from the Charlotte Observer has said multiple times at the end of the day, it is still in his contract. He has one hundred percent control on the roster. Not anymore. We, we know it otherwise. Pushing of the roster he's presented with. But if yeah. but if Scott Ferris says I'm not traded for Baker Mayfield, then he ain't trading for him. See, I mean, see, see, hold right there, pickle. And then this, man, this is shit that's getting me fucking frustrated too, man. And this is just knowing fucking football, man. Then what the fuck did Tepper hire Scott for? If you just go let Matt Rule keep making dumbass mistakes, Scott comes from a winning program, man. Matt Rule comes from a college program, and he hasn't done shit right since he's been here. Why would you keep listening to Rule? But on the on the flip side of that, they hired Scott Tepper. Or I'm sorry, Scott Fitterer comes from a system much like what they want to implement in in Carolina, right? They want a coach who has the majority of the roster decisions. The the coach says, "I want this player." It's up to the GM then to execute the deal and figure it out. No. That's exactly what happens in Seattle. The, the GM, John Schneider, does not have roster control. Pete Carroll does. And Pete Carroll was a college coach. Yeah. Pete yeah. Carroll, and it, I know we're not even putting Pete Carroll and Matt Rule in the same sentence. No, we're not. We're not. It's, we're not trying to compare them. We're just saying that it's the same you, organizational you, I think if you, I think want. if you're going to talk about Scott, there's no way you can't compare him. Again, it's not it's not comparing Matt Rule to Scott to 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 Pete Carroll. We're just saying that that's the organizational structure that Tepper envisioned yeah. when he brought him in. That's not it's it's not we're not trying to compare the two. That's hey guys, how long how long is how long how long has um Tepper been our, our um, owner the owner of the team? Five years. Too fucking long, bro. Okay, let me ask you this. How long? Wait, 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 how long? What was his first year? 2000? Uh, I've been with four years now. I think it's 2019. 2019. 18. It was 2018. Yeah, it was 18. Right, right, right. So, so, so how, how, how long has Matt Rule been head coach? Too long. For what? Four of those years? This will be three years. Or no, three of those years. Yeah, this will be three years. And how many years have we had no quarterback? All of them. All of them. I mean, even when we had Cam, he was hurt. So, so one thing we know for sure is our owner has no fucking experience, and the head coach has no experience. They finally went and got Scott, who has experience. Matt Rule, even if he does have some type of power, he just shouldn't. And then look, let me remind you of something else with Matt Rule. Matt Rule told Scott when he came here, "I want to see if the Giants will match what you're going to be this ridiculous money you're already paying." Yeah. Carolina wasn't even Matt Rule's first choice, boys. I think no, he was. Wait, hold on. I got a question for Brad. Don't you think, though, it's a little bit premature to say what Corral, like, if he is or isn't going to be a factor in this quarterback hunt thing? Like, okay, it, like if you want to say that the coaches aren't going to give him a chance, I, I would be apt to believe you based on how he treated Christensen and Deontay Brown last year. So, yeah, I, I get that. 
But like, what if, you know, Matt Corral said he's going to be jumping in the playbook for the next five weeks. What if he comes to camp just ultra prepared and he's just slinging the rock around the football field? Like, is there any chance at all that Matt Corral could just be undeniable to the point where our coaches have? Of course it's a chance. Of course it's a chance. Cody, you know that. I I don't here, here's the here's the thing, right? And I, like I said, I don't mean to be negative, but if you look at the list of, of quarterbacks who were taken in the third round that led their team to Super Bowls and won them, the list isn't long. It's there's like four guys on it. I can't remember all of them, it's, but it's like it's Russell Wilson. I, all I'm saying is it's not a long list. So that being said, like I think that if they if they you know, Matt Rule said straight up in his pressers this last week that if they were going to wait until after OTAs to make their decisions when it came to the roster, if yeah. if they are in a position where they're still thinking about trading for Baker Mayfield, first and foremost, if they were going to do it, they should have fucking done it like a week ago. They should have just pulled weeks, rips weeks ago, right? So the fact that they're still the, the fact that they're still talking about this speaks to the gross level of incompetence that I think that is this front office. These guys just refuse to tell y'all that they don't know what they're doing. They who just said my name? Oh, uh, I did. I did. I just wanted to point something out. Go ahead. Yeah. Go uh, ahead. Oh, no, oh, dude, the only thing, the reason we're in this predicament is because Tepper didn't fire Matt Rule last year. Matt Rule's doing this bullshit to save his job. That's that's the whole reason why they're still talking to Baker Mayfield. Like, if Matt Rule was fired and we had a different coach with a different plan installate, installated, then we would know, like, what's going on with the quarterback room, this and that. Right. So, I well, still think that- Matt Rule's the one that's like that's pulling these strings. Right. And, and Matt Rule didn't do shit at Baylor, man. If you go watch Baylor right now, they're playing better than ever, man. They're actually yeah. playing better than what they were when that's Matt Rule was talking about. People keep saying what he yeah. did for Baylor. I'm like, it's in Texas, bro. It was one season. <laughs> yeah. Cody, Cody, to answer your question, to answer your question, yeah, though, yeah, to answer your question, of course, Corral has a chance to start, especially if we have the two quarterbacks on our team now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think that as long as we have two quarterbacks on this team, then that's probably the case. I think if they, but but like I said, if they're thinking about bringing in Baker Mayfield, that's because that leads me to believe that the people in the front office, the people on that coaching staff, don't believe that Corral can push Sam Darnold enough to to either get him to to rise to the next level or beat him outright for the job. I disagree with that. Hey, real quick, man. Uh, hey, uh, real quick, Anthony's got got to leave. Uh, Anthony, I appreciate you jumping on, brother. I know it was kind of quick notice. I ha- hey, I had to get some Baker Mayfield fans yeah. in the chat, or else it would be a one sided fucking conversation, bro. So yeah. I definitely appreciate I appreciate you jumping on here, man. Yeah, no, I just want to say, like, boys, I wouldn't be pulling for Baker Mayfield, but we're such a shit show at this point, man. I'm just trying to win some football games. Like, I hear you, brother. So like so yeah, I'm never wrong with that. <laughs> three forever, baby. All right, I'll see y'all. I love that. Hey, Peace Anthony. and love, Anthony. We're gonna Same win nine games. Brother. We're gonna win um, nine games. We're not gonna win um, nine games. With who? It won't, it won't even be close. We're not gonna already, win nine games. I already told you. How many games? Two to four. I got. I got. I got nine games. 
How can you say that though, G? When we haven't had more than six wins with Matt Corral, uh, with Matt Rule, well, I'm just saying it because we won five games with a worse team. I, it's, I, this, I, this team I, is okay. All right, I, this, I this seven. I got seven because we didn't we didn't have McCaffrey most of the year last year, and we're and not we going to have him most of the year. And we're not going to have him most of the year this year. I mean, people need to y'all, 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 Nick, Nick just sent this to me, and I want us to all kind of react. But I also want to – but I'm going to let Nick go on it first. Uh, but I'm going to read it, and then we'll get into it. Um, so, and by the way, I don't believe none of this shit, just off the jump. Uh, so Sam Darnold admitted the transition. <laughs> Sam Darnold admitted the transition from college to the pros was a huge jump, and the fifth-year quarterback says he has helped Corral work through the process. While acclimating to the pros, Corral has shadowed Donald's behavior. I'm just picking up on his habits, Corral says. The way he goes about himself and the way he carries himself from the media, on the field, off the field, certain situations, taking stuff from him, whatever it is, and trying to implement it into my game. If I feel like it doesn't fit, then I won't use it. But there are some things I just take away from him. Now, my opinion real quick. Dude, this is just him being a good rookie fucking teammate. Exactly. Matt Corral knows. (laughs) Matt Corral knows that Sam Darnold is dumpster juice. There is no... Matt, dude, he's trying to be the best version of himself. juice, Cody. So so that way he can fucking win this starting job. I'm going to... I'm going to let Nick go on this, and then I'm going to introduce our, our next guest. Go ahead, Nick. So I got that off of information uh, on Facebook. Someone had posted that up. I feel like if that was actually true, more people would be sharing that. So I just want to lead with that. I don't know how true it is. Now, if what that is saying is true, you know, that just goes to show that Macro isn't ready right now. And I really don't want Matt Corral learning from Sam Darnold. You know, yeah, it's nice to know the things that you shouldn't do, but that's not – Matt Rule doesn't have enough wherewithal to tell, you know, Matt Corral, like, hey, don't do this. And yeah. on top of that, would we really be talking about Baker Mayfield if Sam Darnold was as good as the coaches have let him out to believe? Or let us out yeah, to believe? that's another thing. If our coaches like him, that's not necessarily an endorsement, you know, at least – from Matt Rule's perspective, um, yo, we trying to get hyped over a third round quarterback. Yeah, yeah I mean, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Like, and, like and, I said, and, the and, list is not long. I'm getting tired of y'all saying this third well, listen, round. Listen, man, but hold on. He was. was. First, man, hold on. First, let me let some get hyped for a third round. No, 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 no. Hold on, everybody, stop. Everybody, stop. Everybody, stop. Everybody, stop. Everybody, stop. We're about to have this conversation in full. We're definitely about to have this conversation. But let me first add one of the four horsemen to the podcast. My brother, Greg, the Bat Daddy. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. I hope everybody here is, too. Look, yeah. uh, hey, my boy. Hey, my boy. <laughs> hey, dude. Hey, this is the first time I've been on with you, dog. What's good? Let's go. What's up? So, uh, check it out. So, normally I'd be doing my show tonight. I'd be getting ready for it, but we actually decided to move it to tomorrow night because we had some missed stuff come up. So, I was just, okay. you know, kind of bored and I was like, I'll check out some news. And I typed up the Panthers news and 
Well, you know, we mentioned this. Brother. We mentioned this in the chat the other day, and y'all may have already spoken about it. I'm not sure, but I swear they listened to the C3 Panthers podcast on Tuesday nights because I didn't hear nobody saying nothing about Robbie Anderson being part of this trade for 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 Baker Mayfield. Yeah. And as soon as I type in the Carolina Panthers, the first thing that comes up is Carolina's close to a deal trading Robbie Anderson for Baker Mayfield. What? Round pick. Yep. I heard it's Robbie An- Robbie Anderson and a fifth round pick. And they're going to take the base salary for Robbie Anderson. We take the base salary for Baker. Where Mayfield. are you hearing that? Bro, hold on, hold on, bro. Hang on. I'll, I'll, I'm going to lose my motherfucking mind, bro. I got to leave. Send it. I, I, this, is a, this is a thing called heavy.com. It just popped up in my Google. I have no idea how. how <laughs> all right, all right. Send it to me. And then let me, uh, send, let me send, send it and yeah, share. Send it to me so the Robbie trade makes sense, but not the pick. But I didn't hear nothing about that yeah. until we mentioned it on the C3 Panthers podcast. And then two days later, bam. We're gonna do that. No, but let's let, let's do that. I, I don't want to get away from that. First off, let me add CPG to the show. CPG, what's up, brother? What's going on, everybody? Chilling, man. Happy to have you on the show. Uh hey, listen, I want to do this now, man. So we, we got to talk about this, man. I said in the so, all right, Brad and my man, White Chocolate, they're like, oh, you're being, you're being too optimistic about a third-round quarterback. Well, okay, look, I get your point. But at the same time, like, why do I have to judge a man based on what another man who came before him couldn't do? Like, why do I have to judge him about uh, next to a bunch of ain't shit motherfuckers that have never made it in, well, in the NFL? Like, tell me this, why Tony, am I not allowed to be, to be happy about that skill set? Sam was the first round quarterback. Well, let's let's <laughs> let's, let's, let's let's just let's just take <laughs> out the facts. <laughs> I understand that there are people, right? But I'm not talking about people. I'm just talking about his historically, statistically, what third round quarterbacks have not like. You got Nick Foles, you've got Russell Wilson. I mean, there's a couple others in there, but there's not many third-round quarterbacks that have led their teams to the promised land and won the chip. I mean, that's just the reality. Wasn't wasn't Tom Brady a six-round There's a lot of of idiots who do drafting that shit. I'm not saying that. Like, I'm saying name another team before a preseason, even before training camp, that they're hyped on a third-round quarterback. Seattle Seahawks 2012. And that's what everybody's hoping that this is. That it's another. If you've football. watched the experts break his tape down, they say that he could have easily, in any other draft, probably been a first round pick. That's great, but he was a third. Nobody gets hyped over a third rounder before training. Well, you know what? You know what? There's a lot of Tennessee fans overhyped for Malik Willis. There's a massive amount hyped. Well, I will the reality you. is, if Mark Crowell was in next year's draft in the 2023 draft class. He wouldn't. He he wouldn't even be in the same breath as the top four guys. That's just the reality. Let me tell you I mean, guys for the guys that keep saying stuff about third rounds. And this was a quote that somebody hit me with on my show, and I had to go look, and I was just like, "Damn, it makes sense." Ninety-two percent of all quarterbacks that's ever played in the NFL don't take their teams to the Super Bowl. Y'all got to get off this round shit. <laughs> I'm just not hyped on a third round quarterback. Not to you mention, in the first round, ninety percent of the time you're not taking your team to a Super Bowl. Hey, not to mention, Jake Delone took us the one, and he was undrafted. took. I mean, I know he ain't doing all by himself. I'm trying to guy. It's, it's, it's about fit, and sometimes yeah. a little luck and desire. Yeah. 
and the right coaches. It ain't got shit to do with where you've been picked some, most of the time, bro. Yeah, name you're a right. I'm just saying, name a time where and people were hyped so, on the third I mean, round. I'm today with you analytical. Exactly, man. Like just because it doesn't happen often, like to then say, okay, well, the likelihood of it happening isn't great, so therefore it can't. Like that's a flawed analysis, there, man. Like, and this right. is what I'm saying. And by the way, I said this earlier too. This is why, even if you're not so, like, uh, for Brad and Kevin, like, even if y'all don't, uh, if you're not optimistic about Matt Corral, I am. That's that's all the okay. But what I'm saying, even if you're not, that even if they go into this year, you should want to see Matt Corral play. Because if the, if, oh, no, if, the, yeah. if the Panthers are picking in the top 10 next year, that Matt Corral is not going to stop them from drafting a quarterback. So it's like, why draft Matt Corral and have him be a wasted pick just to draft another quarterback next year? Like, hey, look at the front office, Cody Lack. We have idiots in the front office, G. That's true. Okay. Okay. But, but, let me tell y'all something. Y'all, I, well, it's kind of redundant for me to say this because that this this front office is the dumbest. Why in the hell would you go get another quarterback in next year's draft when you gave away your third round pick to get Corral? Because there's levels to this shit, G. And CJ Stroud and Bryce fucking Young are going to be there staring us straight in the fucking face, and that's generational type fucking talent, bro. They have that back here, bro. Generational talent. Super Bowl. Bryce Young is not a generational. I'm going to be honest with you though. one of those At Ohio State's pro day, the most impressed I was with any player was Stroud. I mean, honestly, and he wasn't even showing out. He was just throwing his wide receivers footballs. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, that's just why reality. That's no why he's one of the top guys. But hold on, I told I told <laughs> Kenneth I I'd go to him next. Kenneth, what's what's uh what, what's cooking on your mind with this man? A few years ago, the Panthers drafted this quarterback in the third round. I well, thought, really. I, I, I mean, let me talk. Let me talk. I I <laughs> thought it was a pretty decent pick. Okay, mm. I wasn't all hyped about it. I wasn't overly going about it. I I would have picked somebody else in that proposal, but. I don't do the picking. So, you know, I voiced my opinion that I wouldn't have took him, but yeah, okay, this good depth, I guess. That's what was my thought process going. Yeah. People all over social media, all over Twitter, all over Facebook, some fans I see in the chat, some fans here now, we're going through this literally going off the deep end. Why did they draft a quarterback in the third round? They're trying to replace Cam Newton. That's what it is. They're usually this son of a bitch. Uh, Will Greer to replace Cam Newton. Massive amounts of people freaked their fuck out over that one incident. So if you're <laughs> going to be overhyped about picking a third, why not be hyped about picking a third? Exactly. Frankly speaking, if it fits your team, be hyped about a seventh round pick. I think Corral's got a ton of Corral's got a ton more upside than Greer ever had. It's about fit. It's about fit. It's about have you seen Have you seen McAdoo's track record with quarterbacks recently? That's great. What team has been excited about? If you not feel like you're the yeah. best quarterback there is, and he doesn't fit, y'all won't win. 
that's a great point, man. And exactly. you know, I, I really do think that the I RPO system. I, I think Ben McAdoo is going to have no problem implementing or implementing rather plays that would make Matt Corral very comfortable. And by the way, we're also not just going to pretend like okay, everybody likes to talk about D, uh, Robbie Anderson and him being a diva, or whatever. Bro, I don't care what Robbie Anderson says. When you actually get a quarterback that can throw the ball downfield, that's when you will see the best of Robbie Anderson. Mm-hmm. That's when you will see the best yeah. of well, DJ hey, Moore. That's you didn't, when you will see the best of Christian McCaffrey, man. I got a question for Bad Daddy real quick, man. You had you had brought up that trade scenario, G. Mm-hmm. That's legit. Oh, yeah, so I, well, I right what, what what I actually pulled up, I because gave if we Cody. trade Robbie, who the fuck are gonna catch these fucking balls, bro? Oh, no, yeah, uh, DJ Moore, DJ Moore, right, I mean, right, right. Chris and Chris and DJ, Can I just say, DJ's, DJ's production oh, did not fall off last year. Guys, guys, well, guys, let's try, let's try and go one at a time. Let's go, with Greg, and then we we'll go to CPG. Okay, that that actually, when I was looking it up, I rushed to that. When I was looking at that's actually a reporter's proposal. It's not uh, something that the oh, Panthers okay. are close to doing. It's yeah, like it's if they were to, it, so, so it's not okay. anything official. It's just like I said, it popped up in my Google. So, uh, it's right here. but it, it's, fun, it's just funny that I didn't hear anything about this until we started talking about it. Is why I, I why I found it so funny reading this. But uh, no, I mean, even if we traded Robbie Anderson, there's still there, there there's wide receivers out there we could go get. There's other guys. Terrence Marshall's still here to catch the ball. Christian McCaffrey catches more balls every year than Robbie Anderson could dream of. Yeah. I wouldn't be too worried about losing 600 yards and four touchdowns or whatever he did last year. He didn't do that. You know? Well, to, to, be fair, to be fair, Robbie Anderson had his best year as a possession receiver when he was playing with Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, yeah. let, let's but, but real clear. Again, my my argument was the same thing for Curtis Samuel as it was for Robbie Anderson. They are a deep threat wide receiver meant to take the top off of a defense. If your quarterback isn't connecting with them, then yeah, you have to do some dink and dunk type bullshit right. to manufacture yards. So that's that's the point on that. Let me go to uh, CPG. CPG, what are you going to say now? Well, just to go off before I start to go off what you just said, I agree completely. It, the line last year was so bad that Robbie had no chance of getting deep enough to be thrown the ball before Darnold was sacked. But I was saying yeah, DJ's DJ's production has never went down with the carousel of quarterbacks, but Robbie's dropped so bad last year. Yeah, I mean DJ's the only consistent. Well, and, and, and by the way, I like I almost feel like if Matt Corral, if Matt Corral couldn't make these weapons work, then I want to know now because to me that's a huge indicator that he's not an NFL quarterback. That's what I'm saying. I'd rather know now than be wondering oh, no. about this shit later on down the road. Exactly. Oh, no, no, no. Make, make no mistake. Like, let, make no mistake. I think Matt Corral should. They should be starting Matt Corral by week five, regardless of whether or not he's ready. Whether, regardless, of, the same with uh, Brandon Smith, the inside linebacker, the, the linebacker they drafted, because we need to know if these guys are are are. The, they need to be trialed by fire because we need to know yeah. going into next year's draft what we have and what we don't, because we've yeah. we've got some you know people. I know folks are kind of flipping, you know, flipping me some shit for my two to four wins column, but like this roster is, it's very, it's very top heavy. 
you got a lot. It's not a deep roster. They cannot sustain injuries. They just can't. And I, it, you know, that, that defense. You know, it's, is he lying? Is he lying? No. I just don't know what roster y'all are talking about. Not the roster I'm looking at. Not the roster I'm looking at. Come on, Twan. Come on, my I know, G. I, I know football yeah, hey, very me, well. Hey, okay, so me, let, I know let, football let, very well. You know what I'm saying? Let me, let, let me, I know that the let things let, that let we constantly let, talk about. Let me let Brad finish. Let me let Brad finish. And then I want to ask everybody a question. I want to ask everybody a question, but Brad, finish your thought and I'm going to ask a question. I just, I just worry, like I said, with this roster. They've they've done a lot to – don't get me wrong. I think the offensive line is going to be better. I think that no matter who the quarterback is, that needed to happen, right? I think our wide receiver core is is fine. I mean, I think Terrace Marshall's got some – you know, I, I have, I'm not going to label somebody a bust in year after year one. I'm just not going to do it, right? Sure. I don't feel like that's fair. I don't think people realize – how deficient our defense is going to be this year. Like it's, you know, it, it, it is not that secondary might be, might be fine. But we have nobody in middle linebacker. We got you mean, yeah. To say that you mean, no matter how deficient the linebacker core don't be. I agree it's with not that. The whole linebacker defense. is probably the weakest. Yeah. It's not defense. the defense. It's the linebacker. It's the right. And, and, if, and if we Brandon don't have Smith doesn't play well. It, it's going to be an even bigger factor. Um, I, I, I will say this though, I do believe Frankie Louvu is going to have a breakout year. I think I think so too, Cody. And I Cody, think Frankie Louvu is a dog. Cody, I, I, think you agree, Cody I think you would agree with this too. But man, that, that's what a whole Baker man for. Look, man, fuck Baker Mayfield. We need to be out looking for another linebacker. <laughs> that's Buster Mayfield. I, I, I can agree with you on that. Yeah, I don't have <laughs> yeah, that I Baker mean, Mayfield, one hundred percent. They That's just looking for the pieces. Got y'all talking about trading? Mm-hmm. No, well, hey, don't wrong. I don't, I don't want to make. They don't trade. value the linebacker position yeah, on this team. This defense, yeah. this defense is meant to play with a lead. And to get and to to pin their ears back and get after the quarterback. That's right. that's what they're. If they don't have a lead, if they can't pin their ears back, if they get ran on aggressively, they're not built for that. They're not built to withstand that. They're just not. And how do you not? How do you not have respect for a linebacker? Uh, I don't know. The Carolina Panthers have always had all-time great linebackers, man. Not I mean, recently. how? How do you not, not look recently. at? That? You guys have Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis at OTAs, man. John Beeson, they don't I mean, put on pants anymore. Beeson, Dan Morgan. Yeah, we've had we've had a lot of good ones. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and so, and so, this is my question. I wanted to ask y'all. Okay. Matt Rule in his press conference, he alluded to a real competition at the quarterback position, and he said he would be open to starting Matt Corral, but he also mentioned uh, the left tackle position and that they want to get Brady Christensen on this offensive line. And once again, not only did Akema Kwanu say and reiterate that he would not be he would not mind if he had to so play the what position he played. And I think, and I've maintained this, that Brady Christensen isn't suited to play anything other than tackle. So is there a possibility with Matt Corral and Christensen, or my, my bad, uh, Matt Corral and Sam Darnold, and, and Kevin Kwanu and Brady Christensen, is there actually going to be like a legitimate test to see who the best 
at quarterback and left tackle is? Or do you think that it's all just mouth service and they know who they want to start where? I think I think they're going to put Brady Christensen to left tackle and like him a quantum at guard. I think that's what's going to end up happening. I like Because I, I, I don't like it. I feel like if that's the case, you blew a six-round pick on a guard. Like, yeah. that's that's where I'm at. I, I mean, think they're gonna test. They're gonna test it, and then whatever works is what they're gonna roll with. Yeah, I yeah, mean, they, I mean, they should <laughs> test it. There's no reason you should go into it and not make it a competition for the two. Just yeah, to see I mean, who's better. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you don't, I, you're not doing mean, your homework. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna right. be a problem. That's gonna be easy switch. I I think they're gonna start that in training camp opens. As training camp and preseason develop, we'll see if it works. Um. Brady Christensen, I mean, let's 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 remember what OTAs are, folks. Okay, OTRs, OTAs is basically no contact. They've had two or three teams yeah. get fined and lose time next year, practice time next year over getting too physical in OTAs. Okay, there is no tackling, there is no pushing, there is no shoving. The, the offensive line and the defensive line play patty cake. Literally, yeah. what they do—that's all they did. Plant cake. The quarter, the the, the the receive the wide receivers don't bump and run the corners. They just run down the field open while the corner tags behind them. This is what OTAs are. Okay, it's not physical football. There, there's absolutely let's understand that's what OTAs are. It's easy for Brady Christensen to look good at left tackle when all he's doing is to play in patty cake with an offense with a with the with the defensive end. Well you mean the guys with the panties and the helmets out there they're not really making contact with each other. It's just easy. And some teams are getting some teams are getting fined now for too much physicality. Cowboys got fined. Rivera got fined. Yeah. Uh, and, so, and the coaches themselves are getting fined, not the team. Yep. But they when, do lose, for example, next year. Then you'll start losing talking shit. about the practice time and OTAs and stuff. The Cowboys will be down like the one day next year. That's it. Yep. But so, but to kind of I mean, to kind of so, piggyback on that that what you're saying though, one other thing that Rule did mention in his presser is that Brady Christensen is one of the best players on the team, period. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't a matter of like he wasn't like, you know, he's one of the best guards, best linemen. He said he's one of the best players on the team. So, and what's with the change of heart? Like, if you think that he's one of the best rule, players on the team, up, then why didn't why, – if, if he's that good to you, why didn't you start him at left tackle all year last year? I, yeah, well, I asked that question on Twitter. I said, oh, we'll good get question, Brady. Brady Christensen. Maybe our next head coach – maybe our – Head coach should have tried Brady Christensen at left tackle last offseason. Yeah, but he yeah. didn't. Hey, Pickle, Ron Rivera is not going to tell us that he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. You mean Matt Rule? Matt Rule, my, my, I yeah. said Rivera. Rivera won't do it either, I, I though. Like yeah, it. I was about to say but Rivera's not going to do it either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not just yeah. that. Both both Rivera and Rule do not like playing rookies unless they have to. They like to play yeah. veterans. To be fair, to be fair. What are they doing? To be fair. They did play Jeremy Chin and To be fair, when Matt Rule showed up after the season on WFNZ, he did say that I regret not playing him more at left tackle. To be fair, that's what After Matt everyone was complaining. Said. 
How about we should let Ricky but hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah, exactly what I was to say. But hindsight's <laughs> always twenty twenty. I can tell you right now, things in my life I would change if I could go back in history. Something. So uh, this is a. Uh, uh, and Cameron Quander oh, oh. doing Dicky Shuffle, catching the touchdown yeah. pass from Sam Darnold. Um, yeah. He's going to be our yeah. best tight end, too. Yeah. I, I mean, like, like, football was only OTA. Wait, but hold on. Be all right. No, I want, I want to go something to Brad said. I like Brad, but Matt, Brad, me and you are disagreeing a lot lately. Uh, there is this mindset that runs through people's minds that the guard position it's somehow some kind of secondary bullshit position that it's like, and eh, whatever, you can spend fifth and sixth round picks. But I would argue that in today's NFL, the interior of your offensive line is more important than your edges. Not only are quarterbacks more mobile and they can evade edge pressure better, but your quarterback needs a pocket to be able to step up into. If you're going to tell me that Kim Aquanu, Bradley Bozeman, and Austin Corbett doesn't sound like a nightmare trio, I don't know what does, man. And Those by the way, my, my, last, my last point, you're, uh, Quentin Nelson every year is an all-pro pro bowler. Are you going to tell me that that guy isn't worth, you know, being one of the highest-paid offensive linemen in football? But now we're talking about free agency. We're not talking about let let's be clear here, right? Nobody said nobody said Derek Brown was a bad pick. They said he was a bad pick at number seven, right? If if Ikemaquanu is a guard, if that's where he ends up being, is a guard, right? Nobody's saying he'd be a bad guard. We're saying that we're pissed we wasted our number six overall pick on a guard. If you if that's if that's the line of thinking, right? If that's that's the, the reality of the matter. Then fine, whatever. But you, if you look at again, you know, you go look historically. Most interior offensive linemen are not typically taken in the top ten. That's where you take your left tackles. You, that's where you take your edge rushers. That's where you take your your pieces that are going to impact the game the most, right? And that's the the thing that I would have issue with is if if honestly, and, and I don't know, it's not a matter of I think that. Ike McQuanu is not a quality left tackle or couldn't be a quality left tackle. I worry that this coaching staff is so up their own ass with and with their evaluations that they won't they won't put you know let him develop into a left tackle and let him go there when it's time when he's ready to go. That's that would be my concern. It's one guy. I keep telling, I keep saying it. It's not the coaches. It's only one cancer on that coaching staff. It's Matt Rule. Right, but my thing is better, this, though. One of the better offensive line coaches in the league, in my opinion. Matt Rule should be listening to him. Well, and I do think he is, to give him some credit. I think that's part of the reason why he's so high on Christensen. But, uh, again, my, la- so my, la- my, last thing, my, my last thing to Brad, then I'll move on. The reason I bring up Quentin Nelson, Brad, is because he was drafted number six overall, and he plays left guard for the Indianapolis Colts. And nobody would deny that Quentin Nelson might be the best offensive lineman in all of football, like independent of tackle, guard, center, whatever. So, my, like, would you not have taken 
Quentin Nelson at number six? No, probably not. not no. I mean, okay. honestly. Hey, I, I, I appreciate the consistency, man. Like I said that about Derek Brown, too, that he was never going to be worth the top 10 pick because he's a nose well, We're tackle. trying to run the ball when you want to guard more. That's what I'm saying, oh. man. If you want to run the ball, who better to run behind with McCaffrey and Foreman than Kim McCormick? Hey, Cody Lack, this is my thing, G. This is my thing with this whole this whole process, bro. The last great left tackle we had was fucking Jordan Gross, G. Yeah. We drafted Icky at left tackle for a motherfucking reason. Just leave him there, bro, and let him be great. Just let him be great. Right. Now, at You're least not- we know the, that's our blind spot, bro. At least we know the left tackle position is taken care of, and we don't got to worry about it, G. No, he's going to yeah. be playing tackle. He's going to be I'm sick of them trying to outthink themselves. They're always trying to, to be the first it's one to do this. The first one to Say it again, For G, baby. The God. They can't get out their own fucking way. There's merit. I want to get Greg on this. That's not Greg. There's merit to both sides of this argument because on one yeah. side you have the tight end argument where you can have the best tight end in the world, but it's just kind of a rule. Nobody would really draft a tight end in the top ten generally, especially at number six. I feel like it's kind of like that with the guard because I feel like the left tackle is looked at as a more valuable position. I mean, you're absolutely right about uh, like, what was the guy Nelson, Quentin Nelson in yeah, um, Quentin in Indianapolis. In you're right, but if he hadn't worked out, could you name another one? Probably not, but I can name about seven or eight left tackles that make a huge okay. difference on a team. But like I said, there's yep. there's there's merits to both sides of the argument. I think either yeah. way, we've got a solid pick here, no matter where we put him at. The question is, more. where's Brady Christensen going True. to play better? That's yep. what it comes down to. Where's right. well, and, I, and I think that's, un, I think that's, that's undeniably great. left tackle because he's never played anything. That's a great take, I mean, right? And by the way, and by the way, that's my so that's my only argument here too. Is that I would rather Christensen be on the field than off it, and right. I don't think I don't think Christensen is a good playing guard. I really don't. I think the only thing that he could play at a really high level is tackle. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I am wrong. I also let him be a great play. backup coach. Yeah, be a great be a great back and, and I also, well, I'll, 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 I'll let you. I'll let you go right after I say this. Kenneth, I, I, I also don't want anyone to think that I'm doubting Akima Kwanu's ability to play left tackle. Right. Because how about this? If Akima Kwanu is playing Miles Garrett, I don't give I do I don't give a shit. All feelings, no facts. I got my money on Akima Kwanu, bro. How about that? I don't even He's give a shit. Left I don't care how Don sounds. And by the way, I agree with that. I, I do think that he is eventually going to end up playing left Hey, tackle. Cody, I'm going to oh. tell you this too, Cody. If I'm a Kwanu, you ain't playing me a guard because you're going to pay yep. me as a fucking tackle in the future, bro. That's a yes! 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 right. hey, That's a very good point. That's a very good fucking point. He's going to want to make his money. You're right. And we just <laughs> let him throw a touchdown. We just threw a touchdown to him in practice. You're yeah. not going to put me a guard and reduce my future salary. Fuck that's that. Oh, my God. That's such a good fucking point. And he has the right – I mean, honestly, he has every right to feel that way too. Yep. You know? They're definitely going to have a package where they throw him the ball during the season like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Panda, he did play some guard at NC State, and when he did, he looked incredible. So, like, no one – like, no one – no one's doubting his position. No matter where you think it came on to his play, like, is to play, no one is doubting that he can play the other at a very high level. 
Cody, that's because he's a beast. He's an yeah, animal. I, know. I love him. It, it, it I can't wait to see this dude lurk people into the fucking dirt. <laughs> Man, have y'all noticed all these offensive linemen coming out of the draft now? They all wrestled at one point yeah. in their career. Was good, bro. They understand leverage and strength and mm-hmm. getting mm-hmm. underneath people, man. Like this dude's, a, this dude's a beast, man. I, I think I, that's I'm a good sign. I, I'm willing to argue the last, the last five to ten years, offensive line quality has been going down. I think it's starting yeah. to go back up finally. Yeah, with that money, well, it's, it's not. Yeah. It's not that it's gone down. It's the fact that the pass, the quality of the pass rushers is has gotten way bigger exponentially. It's gone way, way, yeah. way up, right? Well, I, and that's, that's why I say I don't think colleges have done a good enough job of getting them ready for that in the pros. Well, they've also changed the rules to protect the quarterback a lot more, which makes it yeah, hard it always every, comes on back every to, defensive you know, player, every defensive player. Quarterback. It always comes back to laying quarterbacks down on pillows. Yes. So, so I mean, yeah. that, that that could be a reason why perhaps middle linebacker and defensive football. line play has gone down because you can't tackle anybody. I mean, it's, it's not so easy for the offense now, which is cool because yeah. I like seeing big offensive games, but – I wanted to be, you know. I, I told, I told, uh, I told Kenneth <coughs> I go back to him. Kenneth, yeah. you still remember uh, what you were wanting yeah. to say? Yes, absolutely. Um, a few many years ago, G baby, you mentioned Jordan Gross. People don't realize Jordan Gross did not start his NFL career at left tackle. All right, good point. Because they didn't need him to, but they knew the next year they would. We also had an offense. We had an offensive guard we drafted. But for his rookie year, we said, dude, I think it was his rookie year. I think. He said, can you play left tackle for us, brother? We kind of need you there. Sure, brother. I'm there. He was the third round pick, by the way. He said, okay. He played left tackle. I think it was for two years. But then, after a while, after that year was up, they said, okay, we want you to move into guard. Mm. He was much better at guard. He turned around to be an offensive line coach in the end. His name was Terrell Ward. It don't yeah. matter where you're drafted. If you're willing to play multiple positions, you'll get more money. Cody, you mentioned the Colts guard, yeah. right? Remember yeah. this past year when they asked him if he would switch to left tackle? Kind of didn't want to, did he? Kind of, kind of almost denied it without denying it or refused yeah. without refusing. That dude may be the best, but he's not going to get paid like a stud left tackle because he wouldn't and, play left you know, tackle. On top of that, too, at this point, with how depleted our offensive line was, does it really you matter whether or not we got a guard or a tackle because we really needed somebody? Yeah. At, now, at now need if, if, yeah, if right. Iquanu yeah. plays – let's just hypothetically say he plays two years at guard. <laughs> then for whatever reason, he gets to play tackle, and he's a stud. You don't think after them five years is up, they say you've, a hall of, you've been a pro bowler at guard and a pro bowler at left tackle. He's going to get a little bit more money than most other folks. Yeah, but I'm going to need that tackle money. But I'm going to need that tackle money. Yeah, but he's gonna, still going to have a whole lot of choices. Right, so I hope I hope his point is, I hope his, now, his agent said, now, look, yeah, let's my, remember you put him at guard. My personal opinion <laughs> is, yeah, when, okay. is, when, is when they actually practice actually face other people in preseason, Iquandu's going to end up being a left tackle right. because that's his natural yeah. spot. And he's going to be – Brady's going to be good. Don't disrespect that. But Brady's yeah. not going to be as good as Iquandu at left tackle. No, I think yeah. people are overreacting to OTAs. 
because if you had a video exactly what OTAs are, you would understand this. I've heard multiple NFL Mike uh, Mike Mike uh, Wall. It's panicking. Yeah, Mike Rule used to play offensive line for the Panthers and the Packers. Went to went to uh, many Pro Bowlers. Said it himself. You're playing patty cake with offensive linemen or the defensive linemen. That's all you're doing during OTAs. He said people get overhyped about these dudes. Go back in history and look at the countless people who got who got OTA praise. One of the best OTA wide receivers that's ever played for the Carolina Panthers was the blonde bomber, Brenton Burson. <laughs> he was the best OTA player blonde that bomb. ever played for the Carolina Panthers. Hey, I you can't know, tell you how many years he, extensions he got because he looked good in OTA. No, but Candace, you know why. You know, you know my well, I know why, but I had that was the Jerry. name that came to my head. I, <laughs> hey, I that, that's, use a different name, but that's the name that came to my hey, head. Hey, Brenton Burson, that's Jerry Richardson's illegitimate child, yeah. y'all. Exactly. <laughs> Jerry said, oh, you went to Wofford? Cool, you're on the team. Yeah, exactly. that, and, and by the way, Brenton Burson grew up as a neighbor to Jerry Richardson, too. They so. literally, and I'm going to say this, Rashad Melvin, the corner who everybody allotted to is going to be great last year, that turned out to be just what he is, a special not even a good special teamer. He's a, he's a, he's a OTA fame boy. He goes to OTA. He goes to multiple training camps. And his veteran experience on the chat earlier, somebody talked about veteran players and isn't certain players to be veterans. Mashad Melvin's a veteran player. Look at all the teams he got cut from. He's a he's a experienced veteran corner who's failed at everywhere he's ever been. Yeah. Uh... Real quick, I want to I want to go to Kev White Chocolate. Did, uh, where do you lie on this? Like, I know you probably think he could play anywhere, but if you were picking left tackle or left guard, just your preference, what would you pick? And where do you think he actually starts? Oh, I haven't played left tackle, and he probably plays left tackle. Okay. And think about that. You have two bookend left tackle and a right tackle. We still got Taylor Moten, man. Yeah. So not wow. only do you have a, a, a motherfucker protecting your, your, your blind side, you, you have confidence in your right side as well. You know what, Baby, the more you talk, I, I love it when you talk like that. Because when you talk, most of the time, all you do is keep reminding you, you're, you're, you're going to get your argument. This team is going to win ball games, bro. No, they're not. Not many. Oh, that's a good point. He's saying, hey, man, we got no, All you guys keep naming is all of when you're not on the leg. You keep naming what we do well, all the, the weapons we have or whatever. And thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I, I'm going to go back to what to I said a long games, time bro. ago. Look at that O-line. Hey, look, you just said it yourself, g Baby. I'm trying to change your mind now. Look at that O-line. That's been our Achilles heel in our history, in our past history, bro. That's probably our you, strongest. You ain't gonna thing. win much. You ain't gonna win much when you're throwing three or four interceptions a game, man. I don't. I don't no, care. I'm, you're not gonna be throwing three or four times anyway. Yeah. We need to be pounding the ball with a line like the, that. The, the, that the teams game, you're bro. facing are not gonna be as good as you think they are. I'm trying to tell y'all, they all got issues. <laughs> they yeah. do, and to overlook that <laughs> is as well overlook fight, everything yeah. in Carolina. Hey, we oh, C3. I got what we called for the records right here written down, C3. So we're going to see. I had them at, uh, let's see, 11 and 6. 
There's no way. There's no way. You had him at 11 6. We're going to lose the We're going to lose the quarterback. Hey, if Matt Corral's our quarterback, that's to me. Hey, man, I'm choosing to be optimistic. I like this young man. Thank you. I'm pumped for him. And why why would we lose and, more than five? Yo, that's all we've won the last two years. Watson, Watson ain't going to play for Cleveland. He's no, not. He's, he's out for so that, bro. So you think Baker. Jacoby Brissett is going to beat us? You got, you got to remember, Brian Burns had a bad year last year. He's looking to get paid. His hey, big yep. brother let him know you're going to have to put sacks up, dude, and he ain't going to get paid. Hey, Pickle. You'll be like me in a couple years. Hey, Pickle, we can, hey, Pickle we can go over that whole schedule, and I can tell you what's wrong with every team. If something's wrong. Uh, I agree. Like, I, 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 I don't think so. Yep. Denver got a new head coach, a new offensive yep. coordinator, a new defensive coordinator. They just yep. bring yep. Cool. Yep. Denver got a new owner. Here's the thing is we, we still can lose. Like, you know, a lot of people talk trash about Baker Mayfield, talk about how much garbage he is. But I believe last time he came to Carolina, he did roast us, didn't he? He destroyed yeah. us, yes. So, I mean, yeah. he was we, we, we can get beat by Jacoby Brissett. We definitely can. But... Jacoby Brissett. Just saying. We just not. I refuse. I don't think competition. We will lose that game, but we can. I won't manifest that. Yeah, we can. That's what I say. That we've got to be on our toes. Mm -hmm. We've got to be. I I I like the gel from the from the players are getting right now. It's because they're understanding. A lot of them have more experience under their hat. They're Mm -hmm. understanding the game process more. Um, um, um. Brown, the defensive tackle, Derek Brown. He lost a little weight. He's back in shape. He's mm-hmm. bound and determined to make this year his best year. If he goes off this year, folks, they ain't a quarterback going to stop him. Were y'all see Chen like Chen, Chen getting swollen. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Y'all know what's going to make here is yeah. that everybody's finally buying into this, and that yeah. sounds like a good sign to me. I'm trying to tell you we're going to win ball there's, games this year, y'all. We are. Y'all picked the wrong season to hate. Look, there's two things that are going to equal us winning ball games this year, y'all. Really, one is people buying in, the team buying in, because look at the years yep. we've won. I mean, look at winning teams. The players have always bought in. Two, injuries. If we can, if we can uh, like minimize injuries this year and have key players on the field most of the thank time, you, we're gonna you, have a like. If we had a full our full roster healthy, we do have a pretty solid squad. You know, but so does everybody. Some issues. We all get us two wins. You know? But but to to be fair, to be fair, that's every team in the NFL. Outside, You're right. Like, exactly. The Seahawks, no, no, the Seahawks exactly. and everybody else. No, mm-hmm. not the Browns. They don't got a quarterback. Cardinals don't have Hopkins. But all right, can I tell you my train? I, I want to tell you my train of thought, and then I'm going to play this video clip. But okay, do we not? Okay, are we in agreement that from last year to this year, the roster has gotten better? Extremely Obviously, we better. haven't. We haven't. We haven't seen it. But is it reasonable to say that the Panthers have upgraded their football team considerably? Yes, that, that people come back with injury helps. I, 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 they I, I, they definitely, definitely upgraded the weakest position. Hey, look, man. Who he says no? Totally hey, who, wait, let me ask it. Who doesn't? Who doesn't think this team is better than last year based on what we've done? I, I, I don't. Think, I don't think. I don't. Think, I don't think the defense right. is good. I don't. Brad who said that? All right, we'll go to Brad and Nick. Go ahead, Brad. So, so I think that. You lost Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick wasn't exactly fantastic in the running game, 
for in the run defense, but like he he counted. You're not gonna. It's gonna be tough for them to replace his his. What he had eleven and a half. How many games have we won with him? How many games have we won with? How many games have we won with YGM and? and How many games have we won with him? Five. Right. Thank. Okay. Okay. How many games did we win with YGM and Frankie Louvu? They were hurt. They were hurt. If you're gonna play this game, if you're gonna play this game, let's play this game. How many games we won? You know, hold on. I want to add to Brad's point on that one. How many games did we win with Cam Newton in 2018? Again, your name are injured players, man. It doesn't matter. It matters. So, so what you're saying is these injured players who have been historically injured, and now you've removed the the other defensive end, the other the other bookend of that that defensive line, right? So you're so, relying on players who are injured frequently to pick up the lo- an eleven sack workload. It's not going to happen. No, nobody's it's injured. On, on who's that. injured on our defense now? Who's injured? Who's I, coming I, I in injured? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Who's okay, coming in uh, injured? Let's 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 look at let's look at Riddick, okay? When Riddick went to the Eagles, right away the Eagles are like, okay, and it's it's documented online. Right away they have to develop pass rushers, pass rush schemes for Riddick. Because Riddick's not heavy enough to be a defensive end. He doesn't cover well enough to be a linebacker in a in a four three. So they have to redevelop pass rush moves, exactly what Phil Snow did. Riddick got his sacks because he was lined up at key situations on the defensive stump to do it. Uh, that, I don't see point. any right. reason why yep. one of these guys we already have on our rosters can't rush a quarterback when there's nobody there blocking it. Mm-hmm. Just because the defensive was systematically schemed for that one issue. Yeah, now, that's and- just... That's just my thoughts. Hey, Pickle, also, that's just Please let me just squeeze one thing in with Pickle. To help Pickle out with that, you know, and Pickle might not think the same way I feel when I say this, though. But I'm an advocate of this. And you can you guys can disagree all you want. Reddick was as good as he was because Burns was as good as he was. And he took a lot of attention away from Reddick. Yes, okay. he did. They doubled him every play. If you go back and look, a lot of Riddick, Riddick did more one on ones, or he just flat out didn't have. Was a, not the same blocking. situation with Burns. <laughs> uh, hey, real quick, uh, to Lynn, before you head out, I'm getting ready to show the Matt Corral uh, ethnicity thing. I know you said the question what? was kind of stupid. We'll talk about that in a second. But if you do have to leave, that's cool. Um, but I did want to add on to something. Uh, that that you know, I think is relevant to this conversation. I think losing Hassan Reddick and then us signing Steve Wilkes back to the team, I don't yes. think that's a coincidence. And mm-hmm. if you remember what Steve Wilkes was known for, he would do those safety and corner fire blitzes. I think. That if the Panthers don't have a bunch of guys that are truly winning a lot of one-on-one matchups, mm-hmm. I think you're going to see this defense blitz a whole lot more than you've seen them do over the past two seasons. I and they have remember that playbook. <laughs> they got Frankie Louvu. They got Jeremy Chin. You know, J.C. Horn runs a 4-3. So it's like, you know, they have the speed to be able to come off the edges wide. And, and make some pressure if they're not able to do that with YGM. 
and I am hopeful that with Mark Hughes hands and YGM and you know Matt Ryan Nitus and shit that and he's more inside, but I think that you're gonna see the best of some of our players if they're actually given the opportunity uh-huh. to succeed. I'm hoping for Carlos Dunlap. And that, yeah, and, yep, and that, that, yep. that's that's a crime. They should not let Carlos Dunlap leave with that. I don't know how to do it. That's insane. If I could throw this in, too, and, and, and I, this is added to the pass rush issue. Marquise Haynes did gain some weight and strength this year. I really hope that that helps him out quite a bit. I think it will, but mm. his bulk, he's, he's bulked up a little bit, and and he, he went from 235 to 250. That I hope the that's in the gym. 15 pounds of muscle. Exactly. What Goodness what what Christ. they said? That's, so that that means a lot. But I'm mean, saying they had to get stronger pickle because it was getting pushed around. So exactly, they didn't exactly. Up, so. You're exactly right. So, but but you know, and that's kind of the thing. Like I, I just I, I want to. Like, I'll leave this argument with this this kind of final thought. And it's like I said, it, it's just my the way I've been thinking about it. If you look at the the defensive DVOA over the last, I think it was six or seven games last year. The Carolina Panthers ranked 31st out of 32 possible teams. They were one of the worst defenses in the NFL over the last six games, right? And you lost your best player. Now, I'm not saying they didn't add players. I think that I think that Matt Ioannidis is going to be a big a big upgrade over uh, uh, God. I can't remember who else they had besides Derek beside Derek Brown, but I think that he's going to be a, a big upgrade. I think, but I think that. I, I just think that pass rush is gonna, going to be hard to. I think it's going to be hard to replace. I mean, yeah, who was that, just, who was that just, talking? That's Brad. Oh, Brad, what's up, Brad? Yeah, I mean that, that, that's a fair argument. Hey, but hey Brad, I, I will say this though, Brad. Listen, when everybody keeps talking about the, the defense, when everybody keeps saying something about the defense from last year, I've had these arguments so many times. I'm just so prepared with this. <laughs> it's look. That defense to me was who they were. But damn, bro, if I play defense and I play college ball at Florida State, if you leave me out on the field 75% of the time, I'm gonna get fucking tired. Yeah. And that's 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 and a I'm fair gonna argument. start cussing people out on that fucking officer. Man, what look fuck? <laughs> Can y'all run more than one from the three and outs? <laughs> Yeah, I can't do this. See, see, we're penalizing that side of the ball for having to constantly be out there. No, we we said that we said that all season last last year because I know I said it quite a few times that the defense was on the field too much. Yeah, but Cody, you would ask me and Brad why we felt like the team was taking a step back, especially on defense. Okay, last year we couldn't stop the run. Okay, that usually, in my opinion, might usually come down to. Or linebacker play. Okay. How many full seasons has Shaq Thompson played? That's a good question. Seven years. He's been full season. This will be seven years. But how many how many full seasons? how many how many probably one he's never missed a game? Yeah, and on top two. of that, same thing whenever we talk about uh Dante Jackson. How many full seasons has he actually played? One or two. So you're talking about the two Two of the highest paid players on your defense that don't play full seasons every single mm-hmm. year. Great point. Two, and, and two, two arguments real quick to, to, to bottle, bottle both of y'all said there. One, Nick, 
they're the highest paid because they're they've been there longer than most people there. The reason why they're the highest paid is because most people on our defense are very young and on the rookie contracts. Yeah, Matt Rule made sure of that. Yes. Yeah, so two, Brad, your your argument is a fair argument, but it's based on the premise that you think that Hank that um um what's his name? The guy we we're talking about leaving. Uh, uh no, the uh, Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick. Based on the fact that you think he's the best defensive player on the team, which I personally do not. You can make that argument, and I can understand that. I, I personally either. don't think he was the best defensive player on our team. Hey, hold so, on. But that's the only thing anybody, I would say to those, yeah. but I understand the arguments. Before anybody responds, shout out to my man Southbound yeah. for the $10 love bomb. He says, mm-hmm. we Panther fans have become that guy who gets to ride to the car, meet and brags about his car in his garage, and that he's too broke to fix. Great in our division and Matt Ford equals zero playoff hopes. Appreciate you, Southbound. I mean, it seems like uh, optimism is all over the place, man. Some people think we're a two-win team. I Some people think we're going to make a playoff push. I will, I will be that guy when Brady finally hits that wall. I'm going to say I told you so. Me it too. might have took me 20 years to say that, but I'm going to be that guy. He's saying it every year, and you got to be right one yep. year. That's right. Exactly. Hey, look, one of these right. years, I'm going to be right. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, look, everything and, and everything, all the shockers and whatever told him, dude, you should have left last year. That guy that wants to keep testing his luck is going to wind up getting fucked up. Man, did you say all his shockers? didn't even touch him, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's crazy, bro. Yeah, no. Hey, I mean, look, but G baby, G baby, let me let you get you. Let me let you understand something too that I, that I know though, bro. Look, man, I know your frustration. I know y'all's frustration. I was I that guy for three years. This team is giving you nothing to believe in, bro. But I'm telling you, it's this year's. I promise you, man. I'll give you twenty dollars. This team's gonna be different. You owe me money, bro. I do. <laughs> I'm gonna pay you. What you yeah, like? Don't 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 you want to make him bet your head if it pays out yet, yeah, bro? No, Come was, on, man. <laughs> he said, so he wanted to be rich. So I was like, fuck it. <laughs> but hey, man. Uh, hey, Brad. Brad I, I, just, I, I, uh, clean now, man. I, I was gonna pay him. He said, no, I don't want it. Uh, wait, no, wait, wait, I remember it. I All I got to do is say, Twan, you owe me money. You going to send me money. Brother, we need to talk. Yeah, Hold on. Guys, time, time, time. Hold up. Brad, Brad has, has to leave us. Brad, I appreciate you for joining us, man. you have anything uh Anything you want to say before you get out of here, man? It takes, Brad. Not, not really. Just like I said, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm kind of being a little negative, Nancy. This team hasn't given me a whole lot to, to allowed, really be man. happy about it. Um, You're allowed. I feel you and G-Baby, man. I feel you all, bro. And like I said, you know you know what about the whole thing with Matt Corral? I'll tell you guys what. If we if we get double-digit wins and, it's, and Matt Corral is our starting quarterback, I'll buy that fucking jersey. No, you won't, G. Don't yeah. do it, man. I'm saying that I'm saying that because I know I'm not gonna have to spend 130 bucks on a jersey. Oh, it ain't oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, Brad, let's be real. Let, let's be Everybody real. Brad, bye, y'all. If, bye, Brad. If, if you and G baby are right, I'm real certain you're gonna be here. Tell us all how much you know. Before y'all go. 
And if I am right, y'all better make sure y'all show back up for that too now. That's all I'm saying, man. Y'all oh, we don't come looking for you. Hey, that's, that's, hey, that's the beauty of the Friday free-for-all, man. We welcome all opinions. But just so you know, your opinions are on video now. So everybody can look back that's at right. this, man. But you hey, it's all right, man. Like everybody has a different level of an opinion, and you're entitled, you're entitled to it, man. So I'm changing DJ's mind before the season starts. I'm changing his mind later. Okay, I'm going to try, try to type this, but it's not going to work. I want to shout out to Lawrence Trevitt in the chat because he said that Brady ain't retiring until somebody retires him. Right. I don't want to hurt injury on anybody. But I sure do hope. I kind of do. Burns and and y- y- y'all, y'all remember last year? Uh, who was it? It was Derek Brown and somebody else who smashed the bejesus out of that rookie quarterback for the Jets first game. Uh, Texas, wasn't it? Uh, uh, huh? it was. It was. It was uh, the Jets. Uh, the rookie quarterback, uh, Wilson. Wilson? Yeah. They, 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 they come. Brian Bur- or Derek Brown and I want to say it was Brian Burns, but that may be wrong. So. Anyway, they they, they, they they smashed the bejesus out of it in one of the first plays. And you know, the announcer is just like, welcome to the NFL. And I'd like to see Brady done that way. Being his old ass, he may not get up. Hey, Pickle, me too. Hey, look, man. I want yeah. Tom Brady to get lit because of the hypocrisy with his ass. He said yeah. out of his mouth last year, he said the NFL was too soft. <laughs> what? But he, but he well, how do you think I feel with so many years. I know y'all heard him when he I know he's, the reason it's soft. Huh? he's the reason it's soft. He's the reason that it is soft. Yep. <laughs> hey, Juan, how do you think I feel living up here in Mass? I think it lives <laughs> So I want Brian Burns or somebody to light his ass up. I want to be the team that took him out. I'd like to see him not get injured, but like maybe get like so scared. Like Brian Burns hits him so hard that he's like, you know what, man? I'm I'm done with this. Like make him yeah. quit. Like yeah, yeah, hit make him, him so quit. hard, make him make him quit. Knock the will out of him. That's what I want. I want him to quit during our game. sideline. <laughs> I want him. Hey, he's he's not going away though. Y'all know he already signed a deal to be a commentator afterwards. So whenever yeah. he retires, that deal's locked hey, in. He, 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 they, they they about made him an owner of the Dolphins. By yeah, the way. we got Brady Pretty for the much. next twenty years, whether y'all like it or not. He's yeah. in our lives. But, uh, uh, but, but, but you know what? In, in a large sense, in a large sense. Brady is right. The, the NFL has become wusses because if you go back and you look at film, of the, I'll just I'll just say the seventies and eighties. Okay, you look at the folks back. Take Jerry Rice for example. Jerry Rice wasn't the fastest wide receiver in history, but he had to go down the field, catch balls, and fight people from the line of scrimmage all the way down the field. He had to he fight Back, back fast, in the though. day, back in the day, say. slot receivers used to be scared to death to run the slot. Why? Because yeah. the corners and safety would knock the <laughs> shit out of them. Back then, an offensive lineman literally had to, that's why they called him the protector. Them quarterbacks did get sat. They got creamed. Yes. Um, and it was stop all, all that. Big, that, that this season was uh, in Injury, and uh, that's why you should earn the most money, not because you whatever all this other shit. You, you yeah. got you want to be pretty boy back there and take these hits. Exactly, yeah. and I agree. That's what that's what <laughs> I, I do agree that the NFL has become massively soft, 
and, well, and I, I heard Jerry, I, I heard Ricky Pro say this, and I've heard Jerry Rice say this. You take some of these kids in the days NFL, transfer them back in them days, they could, some of your superstars, they couldn't handle it. They absolutely couldn't handle it. I think they could adapt. I, it, no. I don't uh, think Tom Brady would. Uh, uh, <laughs> Tyree Kill. Imagine Tyree Kill running as fast as he does, having to fight, not, I mean, literally fight the corners and safeties all the way down the field. He I think he would have wound up beating them on speed, though. I've never and seen and about, about time he makes that catch, they would hit him so hard to yeah, hurt him. Tyree Kill would have beat some of them dudes on speed, bro. Go ahead, I'm not Greg. saying he wouldn't make it. I'm just saying it would be hard for him. Yeah, go ahead, Greg. I love this debate because I hear this debate all yeah. the time. I hear it more in basketball than I do football. And it's usually always with the LeBron and Jordan yeah. conversations. But it always is, well, defense was tougher back then, blah, blah. Here's the thing, though, is that argument works both ways. Yeah. If, you, if you could hack people and play defense back then like that, that yeah. also means that it was easier to play defense. Okay, right. meaning if those players were here now, they'd be getting flagged and getting thrown off like that. They wouldn't even be playing. Exactly. So, so it's, right. th there are two sides to that argument because like, I, I had this LeBron and Jordan argument all the time. People always throw that at me. And I'm like, well, yeah, but would Jordan be as good of a defender now? Because you could look at somebody the wrong way now and you get called for a foul. Right. You know, how hard oh. is it to play defense now? So it, th that's that's a very interesting thing because well, I hardly ever hear people hear the other side of that argument, you know? If those guys would have refused to, to conform to the way that they play now, though, then what are the referees going to do? Pick, throw everybody out of the game? Then there's You're no right. Product. Yeah. What's right. the name of that linebacker that played for the Bengals? For, and then they actually cut Burf, him. He kept getting Burf suspended. Or whatever his name is. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Back in the day, all linebackers played that way. They call him a dirty player. I'm like, that's just fucking yeah, Back in the day, all linebackers played that way. Right. Like, no, that's come on. When he back, was trying to twist day, off Cam Newton's leg, when he was trying to twist off Cam Newton's ankle in 2014, no, nah, that was a dirty-ass play, man. He's oh, always Greg, the wide receiver for the Steelers retired uh, for years. Uh, Haynes. Did, was he not? Was he not uh, suspended or fined? Uh, I remember uh, because because he he hurt a Bengal uh, uh, corner. Yeah, a linebacker was a linebacker. Oh, nice. He hurt him because he was too physical or hurt hit him or something in a way. That's to me. That's why they played back in those days. Yeah. It was a blindside block. That's why they changed the rules. Guys, look exactly. I'm that's what the rules. The rules have literally changed to make the, the league safer. But at the same time, it's to to older players like Brady. It, it, it's 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 hey, it's, it's made the NFL worse. Okay, so uh, right, well, uh, Twine, I'm gonna let you have the last word. No, no, no. I'm gonna move this along. I want to play a yep. video before we get out of here. But you right. want to finish what you were gonna say, though? No, right? I was just gonna say, pickle. I'm 47. I know you're probably. You're, I'm sure you're older than me. Yeah. I hate the way the game He's is old. now because my thing is. I got my fucking bell rung when I play football. Yep. I don't want to see this. See, I understand when people are born into this generation, this is what they know. And I can't knock that. But that's the, what they're playing today is so close to flag football. I just, I don't know what else to call it, man. Yeah, I agree. I do. You know, that's why when we see a decent hit, mm. it's, it's like a water cooler talk, you know, at, at work. Where yep. we saw those hits all the time back in the day. Yep. I mean, look, when, when you talk about game like the frozen tundra, when you saw guys playing on fucking gravel, it wasn't even, it wasn't even 
Grass right. on criminals. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. A lot of that comes from the players. Yeah, yeah, there's there's no reason why in today's NFL yeah. we have inactivation. Zero reason. All right. So, look, I want to talk about this before we get out of here. Uh, it, it's been a topic of conversation just because it has been. People have been wondering what is Matt Corral's ethnicity. And then uh, one of the reporters asked him, and then right. some fans, some fans even kind of got upset. Like that's why I shouted out Lynn earlier. She was kind of even upset that the question was asked. But I'm gonna play it for y'all, and then we'll kind of broach it. His last name, sick. By the way, you cannot hear the reporter. You can only hear Matt. I can't really hear. <laughs> yeah, I do. My, uh, I am uh, Mexican and Italian, mostly Mexican though. Um, I don't really talk to my I don't talk to my dad's side at all, so I don't I don't really know him. But uh, my mom's side, yeah, my grandma, she she speaks Spanish. I don't I I don't I wish I could. I, I understand a little bit, but um, uh, my brothers do a little bit. My oldest brother is fluent. Um, but yeah, definitely. So there's been some you know somebody I think Tony it was. Yeah, but um so now we do know man our 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 quarterback uh mexican and italian man that's great that's, that's fucking kinda, mexican. i mean <laughs> thank you Juan. thank you y'all do know y'all do know what it is. <laughs> Y'all do know in a couple of years. I didn't we'll even be, hear we'll, what Twan we'll said. Be, we'll be doing say? games in Mexico every day or every every year. Well, they yeah, we'll games in Mexico. Every, every Cody, year. everybody always saying they sent it in a split splash. You're fucking Mexican. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what he is. I don't even know what you, hey man, I know he's got uh, Mexican blood and some Italian blood. To me, that says he's a fighter, man. Hey. Man, don't don't Italians and Mexicans make the best boxers? Come on, man! Like this dude's got some fight in him, bro. You know so what? It's, it's like, really... uh, yep. But it's gonna come down to the same thing every day. It was gonna come down to the same thing for me. I don't care what you are. I just want you to play good football. Exactly. I want you to be a quarterback. Yes. Be a quarterback. But I want to look a quarterback. You no, know, I I have to ask this question though. Since when does that shit even fucking matter? Exactly. Like the way I, was raised, man, I don't even care. Yeah, yeah, hold on. The way I was raised, man, you never talk about any of that shit. Like, it doesn't matter. Everybody is the same. You can't ask it. Dirty. Why, uh, does it why, why are we okay with talking about that? this shit now? Uh, 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 Panther Blue on Twitter says the reporter who asked the question was also Mexican. That makes sense. Okay, Back okay. a couple, couple years ago, if y'all remember, it may have been our Super Bowl run. A reporter, a, a, a Spanish-speaking reporter asked Rivera a question in Spanish at a presser. Rivera responded in Spanish. And when people, other reporters said, well, what, what was the question? What was the answer? Where Rivera politely said, learn Spanish and you'll find out. Reporters had to go find an interpreter. Because I remember David Newton went to ESPN and had ESPN's yeah. Mexican interpret it for him. So, right. so everybody yeah. knew what it was. Because he uh Matt Rule has a he has a um a radio show in DC that um he speaks Spanish in the whole time. 
Yeah. Look, I I don't care what the answer to the question was because to me it doesn't matter. Like I said, but I also don't care that they asked because all they did was, was asking. And, and well, I mean, I mean, but the thing is, it, it's one of those things that he could, if it was too personal, he could have said it's too personal. But she asked politely. You know, it wasn't like yes, there was anything exactly. rude about it. And him saying that, okay, maybe there's a Hispanic kid now that sees that and 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 you know is inspired by it, and that's awesome if it does. But it doesn't really matter. I don't care that they asked it because I they never didn't ask wondered. it in a rude way. You know. Well, I mean, Cam didn't respond to the girl. Well, I would open that thing up, but I didn't think Cam was being rude to that reporter. I don't think I did, he got I didn't in trouble right long either, deals because of that shit. Yeah, I, I agree. I, 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 Look, I, my I, wife I, don't know shit about routes. I know a lot of women don't know shit about shit on football. <laughs> and it's not because there is. I don't think he was saying that we'll open this up again. Not because they're a woman, but because there's been never been a woman NFL wide receiver. That's, that's all that, yeah, don't get me started with this political correct world we live in. Cody, that last comment you had up. That that there's been Mexicans I work with that'll ask me if Matt Crowell was Mexican. I have had I've experienced that. And I told, I told him the correct. truth. I said I don't know. I think he's half, but I wasn't certain about it. Hey, but you so know I what? Hey, I do now. Now I know now. I know now. Yeah, I know, now I know you can now. tell them. But he that is, is true. Mexicans, yeah. uh, the Mexicans are root for their own. So yeah. you're good. I'm. You're going to find hey, hey, some coming, and that's like, fine. I'm not. That's fine. Let him come. I'm like white chocolate in the guys, though. It's like, man, okay, so how's that going to help us win games? Right. right. <laughs> I mean, but but yep. like you said, if the person was of the same descent, I get it. Yeah, you I know? do, too. I, I, I understand that now. But hey, I mean, let, I'm me like, hey, let me say something. Bro. We had somebody want to join the chat. If I don't know you from being in this room before, you have to show me some kind of verification that you are. Yeah, I gotta see your face. <laughs> yeah, because like I mean, honestly, this is verification. You're, honestly, you're a girl named Chrissy Minx. I've never seen your ass before. We never have women on here, so you have to do something to show me that you're not gonna fucking photo bomb my show. Hey, Cody, so, Cody, don't don't do that shit. Some guy, some oh, guy, I'm not, somebody oh, I'm not, bro. Like, hey, I've. I learned my lesson. Yeah, then bro. You just put on some random ass people on this. Some show. guy. I'm, we I'm welcome gonna... all Mexicans <laughs> and anybody else from any other country on this show. Yeah. Uh, Tom, so, 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 so remind you of that in the chat. <laughs> Tom, Tom, as long as hey, somebody lets up, this guy I knew um, last year let somebody in his shit, and they they literally had the camera on their toilet flushing. Shit. But I was like, they got you. <laughs> everybody in your shit. <laughs> and, and honestly, Chrissy, like, if for whatever reason you are legit and I'm fucked up, I apologize. But I've had every single stream, somebody comes in here trying to dupe me with some other kind of profile and, you know, make me believe that they're a legit person. Then they throw up some. Fucking swastika. Bro, I don't see your face. Like, you ain't getting in. <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah, if, if I can't see some kind of verification, then it ain't going to happen. Um, but I know Let's these try. people, man. I know everybody in this room. These are my people, man. These are my Friday free for all brethren. Uh, gentlemen, I think I'm probably about to get up out of here, man. It's almost 9 30, but uh, I do want to ask do you if you have any final thoughts or feelings or. Again, I kind of feel like we've been talking about a lot of the same shit lately, but I mean, until there's something new, man, until season, something man. happens, until something happens with Baker Mayfield, like we're probably going to be talking about this shit again. I just hope that they decide to shit or get off the pot, man. Yes. Like quit, quit leaving us wondering about this. 
It, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm over Cody, it. they wouldn't have a job if they didn't. My only wish for this team before the season starts is that we pick up some sort of linebacker that is actual. I agree. I don't, I don't know what it, I don't know what's out there in free agency. I don't know what we can get, but that is the one position on this team that scares me even more than the quarterback. Um, thank you. If uh, I know Pickle ain't gonna like. <laughs> if hey, but hold on, hey, real quick, Carson. Uh, Carson Money says I wanted to join the show, but you guys are unfamiliar with me, bro. If you if you like go out of your way to like let me know. Yeah, who you person. are, and also like I can kind of figure out some ways to kind of like show people. But if I if I can verify that you are who you are, yeah, I'll always let you in, man. Like I've been letting Anthony in. I feel I like I've noticed that profile pick a lot though, Cody. We we we've had we've had a woman guest on here on this show before. That 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 Jeremy Chen uh, profile pick. I feel like I've seen that in every show. A lot of people yeah, Carson Moore. He's, oh, okay. he's, oh, okay. he's in every, yeah. yeah, he's in everybody's chat, and that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like to everybody who wants to be a part of the show, trust me, I want you to be a part of the show. Like, that's the whole point of this shit. So, you know, you just gotta let me know. Send me messages on Twitter. Follow me at Cody Lack C O D Y L A C. Um, also, another thing I've noticed. Um, I'm going to start uploading these audios uh, to all of our audio platforms as well. So if you want to listen to the Friday free-for-all as well as watch it on YouTube, everybody will have the opportunity to do that as well. But, um, does anybody have any final words that, that they uh, want to say before we get out of here? Yeah, Cody, let me ask you this real quick, G. Um, yeah. who, who, who do you uh, – who do you want to um, start as far as our uh, one, two, and slot corner? Who are you, who, in your opinion, who are your starters right now? Oh, man. So, I, I think Robbie. So, obviously, DJ is number one. Corner. Yeah. No, corners, corners, corners. Corner, corner, corner. No, I think JC's our number one. Well, how about this? JC might be the best player on our whole football team, man. I don't have a lot of evidence to show you that. But I really think J.C. Horn is like it's that, like that. So uh, then I would say number two, honestly, even though I'd prefer Dante in the slot, I think Dante's our number two. And I kind of think they're going to probably put C.J. Henderson uh, at that slot corner position. Now, I wish they would flip it. I would put C.J. Henderson on the outside and put D.J.X. inside to lock down that middle. But I don't think that's what they're going to do. I think they're going to have Dante at two, CJ at number three, Xavier Woods on the roof, and then they're going to have Jeremy Chen up in the box. Now, this is this is my thing, Cody. As far as corners, I love our corners, G. I'm not yeah, going to lie. And a lot of a – lot, uh, there's this name that a lot of motherfuckers that don't mention that we picked up this offseason off that I'm excited for, and his name is uh, Chris Westry. He's 6'4". Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fast as fuck. I'm excited to see what he can do. I like Keith Taylor. You know, I like what we have in Keith Taylor. And, you know, not knock on wood, you know, no injuries or anything, you know. But we do have depth as far as that corner position. I, I feel like we need to pick up one more safety. 
And I feel like we definitely need to pick up not just one linebacker. We need to pick up a couple linebackers back. Uh, if I may, if I may say that Weston kid you're talking about, Westry. Yes, Westry. they 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 said I knew I was going to butcher that name. I'm just me. Uh, they they said that he they were lining him up at corner and safety in OTAs. Uh, Matt Matt Rule, Matt Rule even said that he could play corner and safety. He he's by he can do both. And uh, they were actually now, doing this is my but they, they if you're saying that, hey pickle pickle. If you're saying that, G, I don't mind putting a six four. Yeah. You know, DB at free yeah. safety. Exactly. Putting, all right, putting Xavier Woods at strong safety and moving Jeremy Chin back to fucking linebacker, man. Oh, I don't know if they'll do that, but but, but that's what I, I would do. Here's what I know. That would make here's sense. what I think. I think I think I, I feel like Jeremy Chin played better at linebacker than he does at safety, man. I, I, I think that's me. See, I think you're gonna see a lot of three safeties on the field at the same time. I think you're gonna see Chin in the box and you're gonna see you're going to see uh, two safeties in the back. I think you're going to see that some. Hey, or maybe even one y'all. safety and Jen in the box. Hey, man, I, I saw hey, Jen get hey, roasted last year. Real mm. quick, I lied to y'all. We got one more topic to discuss. Yeah. Because mm. they, 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 they have even mentioned uh, old NASCAR packages and stuff like Bro, that. Bro, we have oh, to mention, it? how in the fuck did the Saints get a black helmet and we don't. Before the, the Panthers. Is this? Is, is, this, is, is this real? Yes, yeah, this, this is real, real bro. This is badass. And it looks That's good, too. It looks good. It looks because, real good. Be, because, because. Because we got a cheap-ass owner. Yeah, that's what I get ready to say. Because the owner's too damn cheap. All no. black uniforms look so oh good. Oh, my God, God bro. So that's good. what I'm saying, man. How I did the Panthers not do this? First, what the bro? Bro. There's, only, <laughs> there's only what four or five teams in the NFL that have black helmets. I guess they make six. It's what Atlanta, oh, Baltimore. Our mascot is black cat. We are the motherfucking Panthers. If anybody should have a black helmet, say that. Man. I agree. Say but- that. <laughs> I agree. Come on, man. Silver. <laughs> yeah. Bro. Wow. This is news to me, bro. This is news to me, bro. I'm going to be honest with you. I would have thought that we had an all-black uniform by now with like with 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 the with those Panther blue decals and stuff up there, whatever. Man, look. When I saw San Francisco wearing that all-black that they do, Man, that's that's the Panthers, man. That should be us all day. This this, this kids, I saw this on Twitter, and the, my first first thought was, it gives me more ammunition to hate the Saints. Damn. Yep. They might not win, but they're gonna look good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 like, and you know it's real. That's the twain, the Saints official Twitter account, man. Yeah, it is. It yeah, is. This is no money, man. That's corny as fuck. I've never seen that. Yeah, I've never seen a two-five billion. All right, man. So look, we did it, man. We did uh, two hours and thirty minutes. One hell of a podcast, man. I appreciate each and every one of you guys, man. Y'all make this podcast what it is. A bunch of lively, spirited debates, man. Another fantastic Friday free for all in the books. My name is Cody Lashney. 
Follow me on Twitter at Cody Lack, C-O-D-Y-L-A-C. Uh, is there anybody that has anything that you want to uh, I want to shout out. We get out of here? Yeah, let, yeah, let me let me let Greg and Twan promote <laughs> their content. Greg, we'll go to you first, man. Tell me right. where they can find yourself, brother. Yeah, man, definitely. I I am the Bat Day. Check me out at the Bat Daddy Fifty Two on Twitter. My show is normally recording right now live on YouTube, but we moved it to tomorrow night. So anybody who wants to come check us out, nine PM Eastern Standard Time tomorrow. We're talking Obi One, Star Wars, Strange. Hey, Star I got a question for you, Bat Daddy. Daddy. I'm glad you said that, G. I'm right. glad you said that, G. Okay. How you how you feel? Because I was born in ninety one, bro. I'll be thirty one in August, G. So I grew up on the fucking Star Wars, bro. You like that Obi Wan Kenobi on the, the Disney Plus, G? Obi Wan Kenobi is my favorite Star Wars character. So personally, me, yes, I like it. Bro, that's just fire, dude. This is awesome. Like, like I'm so, loving. So, well, come hey, check hey, us hey, out tomorrow. We're talking about it. The penultimate I'm gonna, I'm week. Gonna watch it, next week. Yeah, it's so all about the fun. original. It's all about the originals. They're all yes, doing their own. Yes. Yeah, the originals are where yeah. it's at. I, I'll see you. I got, I got to see. I got to see. Rege- Look, I got to see Return of the Jedi in '84. Was it when yeah. when Lucas when Lucas did shit that they're doing now in film? That's my when number they- one. That's my number one movie of all the Star Wars. By the way, how 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 yeah, is it? My Disney princess hanging how is it that I mentioned the New Orleans Saints oh, one time, and like fifty of their fucking fans show up in our chat room? Oh, they were here earlier. They were here earlier. They've been. Oh, you bitches be watching. Oh, you bitches really be watching. They pretend like they don't care about us, bro. Y'all really do fucking popcorn, bro. We got better podcast than they do, man. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, but but hey, check us out tomorrow. Geeks chasing squirrels across the multiverse live on YouTube. Wait, hold on. Let me get that. Let me get that, bad daddy. What is it, G? Uh, geeks chasing squirrels across the multiverse. I'll send the link for it in the chat room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna actually. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna subscribe, motherfucker. There you go. Like that. That's right, man. Hit the yeah. like. And by the way, man, to everybody who has done, to everybody who has done so already, hey, hit the like button, hit the subscribe, hit the notification bell for every single time the C3 podcast goes live. Uh, Torn, Torn, tell them where they can find your stuff, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I run the 704 Charlotte Bound podcast. Uh, if anybody knows uh, anything with the Panthers, remember a guy named 704. He passed away on last year. This uh, guy was like the greatest fan. So I changed the name of my podcast to, rep- to uh, reflect his name. He's also one of my best friends. And um, I mean, our channel is still growing. It's getting better and better every year, man. I love it that the people that are showing up now. I mean, we actually had our first person from another country come on the other day. And uh, shout out to the Saints fans, man, because, I mean, they're in our chat all the time, bro. But, look, they actually come with decent content, and they're respectful. I mean, they're very respectful, unlike Cowboys fans that try to pop up. Uh, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Cowboy fans have done rated Cody with about 3,000 sex images. They just, well, Cowboy YouTube. fans are nasty people. Hey, I know. And that, that goes for all of you guys on this on this just just this this just free for all right now. Go to the seven oh four Charlotte Bound show on YouTube. Subscribe, get the notifications. Yeah. And like Cody does, you know, I mean I'll invite you on. I gotta know who you are though. It's too many trolls. What day is that? Oh yeah. Uh we go every Tuesday night right before Cody and them starts on Okay. I'm trying to get that night change because I, I don't want to compete with Cody. 
Juan, I subscribe. Yeah, see, everybody's everybody yeah, like gotta support uh, each other's content, man. One big I, um, uh, I, one, No, one, one day, one, one day I had about eighty some people in my in, in my chat, and then Cody went live, and then that shit was like forty two. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, Tony, hey, hey, Tony's been grinding longer than me, man. But me, yeah. Greg, CK, man, for the past three or four years, we've been grinding. Man, I see all of y'all. Yeah, man, we've been grinding. So don't feel bad, man. It, you know, a lot of times your numbers might start to seem like they're stagnating. Mm -hmm. Bro, just keep on putting in work. It's all good, and, man. They can, all, yeah, man. They can always it, go back and replay, and replay the show, man. Right. Yeah, man. <laughs> it, it, everybody everybody uh, support Panther. I got to get G-Baby over there, man, because, you know, <laughs> he'll fit right in, you know, what some of my guys like to do, man. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 704 yeah. Charlotte Bound, right? The 704 yep. Charlotte Bound show. I got, a, I got a couple of crybabies that's yeah. on our on our platform that keep saying what the Panthers ain't gonna do. So, okay. Greg, uh, Greg is geeks chasing squirrels across the multiverse. Y'all make sure to check him out too, man. Yeah. Cody's um, been in there several times. Cody, let him oh, know. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm gonna be back on there again, man. Yeah, Cody had to let me know. Cody was like, he goes Tuesday night, and that's I'm like. I mean, I'm not going to expect him to leave his shit. <laughs> like, Cody, if it, your show. come on. <laughs> hey, if it's a little bit earlier, I might, I might be able to kind of yeah, man. Swing, swing I'm, by I'm and stop by and chill for a few minutes. But yeah, man, nothing but love. Hey, this has been the C3 Friday Free yes, sir. The show for the fans by the fans. Stop my name is my line, you already know what it is, y'all. I didn't lose my Ow. temper today. There you go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.